0: Me. We got the clothes inside the party. Let's get down to crazy, Jimmy. We got myself and all this outfit. The one and only the Turkish MC. You always love the clothes of Jimmy. Fetish, punk, yo, what do I want to be? Jimmy's star, new celebrities. We'll take you out
1: to Jimmy's stars. He'll dress you.
2: Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We're going to have a lot of fun today. We'll say hi to everybody in the chat room in a second. First, let's say hi to our cool, outrageous man about town co host,
3: Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, Jimmy Star. Was that, <laughs> that, that said with enough love and enthusiasm? Yes. Hi, Jimmy Star. We also. It is so nice to be here. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna sound drunk. Well, that's it
2: about <laughs> so say hi to uh we want to give a, hi, hi, hi. i know we want to give a shout out because Dawn's not able to come with us today she's having like neck surgery and she's not here Dawn. but we want to wish her all the best in everything that's going on with her Dawn. so Dawn, we wish you the well, best
3: you got to stop necking yeah <laughs> you know you're necking in cars you're bent all over the place when the guy is working on you and you sprained your neck and now you need a neck job while they're doing that you know they could do a little cut here and then and pull if they pull the, the, the uh, neck, you, you don't, won't have any crow's neck when you get old. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I just said that. I'm joking so, on Gatorade. We have a chat room
2: full of people. What's up? We want to say hi. First of all, B. Claudia from Germany is here. Hello, Hello B. B. B, B,
3: B, 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 B. Teresa Saban. Wait, wait, B. Claudia, they never stay away. Trust me. They come back. <clears throat> b claudia is very sad because her son is off on his own and i think he's moving to another country and b is very he's working sad. he's
2: a he's very yeah, but successful.
3: you know b they never stay away they're like bad pennies they always come back that's right but i don't care because like i wrote on facebook my door is always open to my daughters god forbid they ever need to come home their their beds are waiting
2: <laughs> so we want to give some other shout outs we got a lot of people in the chat room. what's up cindy lady lake is in the chat room hey, lady angela lady joseph lady. is in the chat room. Angie we want to thank baby. both of you guys for putting out the links everywhere for everybody to join us we, we want appreciate to thank you it so much angie baby for putting out Yes. Boomer Maze is in the chat room. Also, Angela's two sons, Ryan and uh, Ryan and Robert are in the chat room. They just had a birthday not too long ago. Boomer
3: Maze. How are you guys? You still playing that crazy game sticks? Oh, we we, love I went out and bought that after we played that. such fun at your house uh, playing sticks. Remember, guys? I don't think
2: that's the name of it. I think it's called something else. Or you pull the sticks away. You have to add the sticks until they fall down. I'm going to make a show out of sticks. Hey, Casey Plot is with us. What's up, Casey? Love him. Love him. He's fabulous, you guys. He's from the scene snobs. Right. And uh, it went by so fast. Boomer Maze is in there. Who did I miss? I don't want to miss anybody.
3: Loaded. Everybody. Oh,
2: Jenga. It's called Jenga. Who cares? It's the game.
3: I'm not gonna listen. They're not paying us. I'm not giving them a commercial. I'm saying sticks. They love your shirt. Thank you so much. I do too. Uh, Screw the game. You know when they give me money for pushing their crap, I'll use their. We
2: bought Jenga though after we went there with you guys. We bought
3: sticks. Oh, it says Don
2: is here. So Don, hello, hello. Oh, if Don is here, hey. Oh, she said she can only be here for a minute. So show her your watch because oh, you wore a honey, different I'm watch today. i
3: the, wearing the, 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 the same color as my shirt, a beautiful electric blue or with yellow. Like my shirt matches perfectly. And it's a, a 40 uh, wristwatch. You know, we have so many of them. And they we, said
2: they love your hair. We
3: bought them in all different colors. Forty nine. I love my hair, too. You know, I put a different wig on. The- <laughs> <laughs> now they're all going to think it's a wig. Nah, it's really my own hair. Uh, People, you know, I once was at a party and some woman came over to me. She said, I've got to tell you of the most gorgeous hair. And then she proceeded to run her fingers through it to feel if there was a meshing or a net that was either a toupee or a wig. And I just looked at her and I said, bitch, it's all mine. And she started to laugh. I wanted to grab her pubic area and put my fingers through that and say, you know, uh, you have a snatch patch to match woman, right? Oh, how dirty, those young boys. Oh, Snatch are the- Patch. Oh, Angie Baby's sons are in the room. I shouldn't talk dirty because those boys are going to get horny now. <clears throat> when you talk about Snatch patch. You're patches. wearing a piece. Yeah, that's funny. No, I'm not wearing a piece. This is, trust me, guys, this is all, oops, I don't want to disturb my, gofure, but this is all, all me every bit my father had all his hair my mother had all her hair my daughter deirdre has my hair my sister has a head of hair and my daughter leslie has more like her mom's head of hair you know fine fine blonde hair but we italians we have hair i have hair too mine's kind of like starting to thin (laughs) well you're just becoming a very bald old man
2: yes i'm becoming old i have
3: stayed a very young beauty you are, you are a young beauty. Of course, I'm a beauty. They all love and, you in the chat I mean, you guys. Uh... You know, I'm so goddamn handsome. But you know what really kills me is my modesty. I'm so sh- <laughs> I'm so shy, and I'm not narcissistic or vain. I'm really not. I I wake up looking like this, and the more remember those Rita Hayworth movies that you love it when Rita Hayworth would wake up in bed with lip gloss and eyelashes and all that makeup. That was Hollywood then. Today you see the movie stars on a toilet bowl wiping their asses. Which is appalling. I've seen a few of those now. You know, there's a couple of movies out. One of them had, um, uh, who's the redhead we like so much? I love her. Julianne Moore, a movie. Not only did she wipe her butt, but she had the audacity to look at the toilet paper (laughs) and then throw it in the toilet bowl. And I just thought, you know, if they ever asked me to do that in a film, I would leave. I mean, they could fire me. I wouldn't care. I don't want people to know that. There's certain things that are just taboo. And a toilet is a very private place. And
2: there's like several movies that do that now, which is so trashy. I know
3: that. But your toilet, your bathroom is your privacy time. I don't believe in exposing anything with the door open and people walking in and out. I'm very, very toilet shy. Shoes my throat. What's with Gatorade? The Gatorade is making me choking
2: so i want to tell everybody so first of all you guys last night we were lying because like we're like running out of shit to watch on tv at night because like
3: so now we watch each other get erections
2: (laughs) (laughs) but anyway last night we watched a a movie and i i I was a little hesitant i didn't really want to watch it and ron's like you'll like this movie it's a really good movie and the name of the movie was
3: francis and it's about francis Farmer. farmer The actress who and my sweetheart, who I love and adore. And if she came on our show, I probably would have a nervous breakdown and a heart attack. It's Jessica Lange. My God, Jessica Lang lost the Academy Award to Captain Hepburn. Captain Hepburn did that stupid on golden pond right where she's uh, like an old crow chicken. No big deal. We've always seen Captain Hepburn. Uh. Jessica Lange gave us a performance that was out of this world. She deserved the Oscar and didn't get it.
2: I I think, though, all you guys, if you have Amazon Prime, you should really look at it. It's called Francis. It's a 1982 movie. Jessica Lange. It's a phenomenal movie about basically how, like, everybody makes her go crazy.
3: Beautifully filmed. A great script. And Jessica worked her butt off. She really put all her energy into her performance. Her performance is absolutely one of the best performances I have ever seen in a movie in all of my 69 years of uh, critiquing movies.
2: Yeah, it's really, really good. Also, I don't know if we said hi to artist Miss Kim, if Miss Kim is in the chat room. So if Kim, if we didn't say hi, I'm sorry. It was going by too fast. So welcome, welcome. We're glad well, everybody Kim, sees it. Miss
3: Kim wants to do a nude of me.
2: B. Claudia is saying that uh, it has Jessica Lange. Yeah, it's really good, you guys. Oh, Lady Lake says she knows the movie. Everybody like, loves those old, old movies. It's a
3: really good movie. They're not old movies, may I remind you. Lauren Bacall, Humphrey Bogart's wife, said to me, Ron, a movie is only old after you've seen it, and I get really pissed off when people call them old movies. Movies are never old; they're like art. Do you say the Mona Lisa is an old painting? Yeah. No, it's well, that's, <laughs> be, that's because you're from Florida. <laughs> If you were born and raised in New York City and you went to the Met and all the great museums, you would learn to appreciate art. But in Florida, what have they got? The Orange Grove Museum? No, we have a lot of museums. You know, yeah, we have the oranges and lemons. We have the Flagler Museum on Palm Beach. I've been to the Flagler Museum. And Sue Wong's house beats it by a mile. Sue Wong's house is a trip. And a treat. Not the flag. Florida absolutely is lacking culture. All Florida has is Boca Country Club, and a bunch of Jewish broads playing mahjong.
2: We want to say hi to Cambria Carpenter. Has joined us, and Casey Plotts just like putting jokes in there all. But they're going so fast, I can't actually, I can't actually get to all of them. They're going too fast by too fast, but. He says it's not old, it's gilded. I don't even know what that means.
3: No, 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 no. <laughs> a film, a film. He's is joking. His, a film is, I know, I'm going to smack him. <laughs> but a film is history. You know, I'll get very titsy when I talk about this. A film is history. Titsy? Titsy. Like, you never heard that expression, titsy? No. Like your nipples get hard and you get titsy. That's so why I don't have those kind of nipples. I'm not a woman. But anyway. Oh, Teresa says she loves Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Florida too. The sunshine, Boca Beach Club, and all the old Jews playing mahjong. Oh, backpack with me. John's with us too. I sit there with all the Yenta Broads, the Yakna Sisters, and I play mahjong with all my Jewish friends. Boomer uh, says he's been reading all about Egyptian art all week. Do you like that? Oh, I adore that. I was an Egyptian once. I built the pyramids. You know, I was the master who designed uh, the building of the pyramids, and I had all of those slaves in my employ. Slaves? That, who do who think built the pyramids? Slave.
2: Oh, because you Nubian, were an Egyptian eight million Nubian, years ago. Nubian
3: slaves from Nubia uh, built the pyramids. I know,
2: but you better correct that because like people are going to think like you're, you're serious.
3: <laughs> I, I wasn't there. I mean, history. I was there, but what could I do when I was there? This is thousands of years ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I couldn't. I couldn't walk around with a Biden flag. <clears throat> he wasn't even thought of yet. So people had slaves and then the Jews became slaves and the Jews were slaves for everybody. And then the Romans had the Catholics as slaves. You know, slaves are not only black people. Slaves have been in the history of our world. There's always the very rich that enslaved the poor. Even now, even though you don't know it. (laughs) Well, you know, what? listen (laughs) to me. These people they're bringing in from from Latin American countries. What do you think they're bringing them in for? They're bringing them in because they need people to clean and do and have the crappy jobs. The, the people, the Latin Americans that came here 30 years ago are educated. They made money on real estate or and business, just... and they're all very sophisticated Mexicans and Hispanic people. Now, they need servants, so they are bringing in the, the, the uneducated, probably— uh, we very, just brought them in. You know, very, very... They not, just spent $86 million yeah, on they, those, hotel rooms those for people, all of... Those people are coming from a country... Anyway. ...where they don't <laughs> even have glass in their windows. We drove through Mexico, and we saw curtains blowing out of the uh, house because there weren't any windows on the house. And the house didn't even have stucco. The house still had the black tar paper on the walls of the outer house. There's poverty in Mexico that is disgraceful. But... The truth of the matter is Mexico is one of the richest countries in gold silver. and silver. silver and all kinds of uranium, all kinds of crap in the ground. If, if the government of Mexico would stop manufacturing drugs and start manufacturing their resources mexico will be probably one of the richest countries in the world and those poor immigrants won't have to leave their families and their homes to come to this country to be abused by the uh people who don't th- who, who who don't like cleaning their own toilets
2: so cindy lady lake because uh, they're talking about easter now in the chat room too Easter, i love Easter. she said she's old fashioned, so they do linens in china and crystal And something else because it went by so fast I couldn't see it all.
3: I have my big, big ceramic bunnies out, my Easter eggs out.
2: We want to see pictures, Cindy, when you put them on
3: social media. I'm going to make Easter baskets for my daughter's. You know, my daughter's... And Easter's not, coming up, like, well, in another daughter, week. My daughter's a single. They're not married. So I was thinking, instead of putting in chocolate, which is fattening, I, like, put a dildo in each uh, Easter basket. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're single women. You know, they get lonely. Hello.
2: That's hilarious. We're going to bring on our guest. So let's, let's hopefully we can hear everything that's going on. Hopefully she's ready for this. <laughs> there she is. Hey. up! Oh, we got to hit your voice. There we go. Hey. Woo.
1: Are you so good. good how
2: are you oh my gosh
1: you I'm, look fabulous I'm, ex- I'm excited because of what you guys were just talking about it's like and dildo here's stacy <laughs> well, you know what? seriously i mean come on,
3: on te- <laughs> well stacy on television there's this red-headed broad who is c- doing a commercial and all she shows is dildos and this one brings on, on youtube on youtube oh, no on tv i watch it at night 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> she's pushing dildos I and this me. And this yeah. one has a, a U. One part vibrates your clit, the other one vibrates your hole. I mean, she really is very, very vivid about her dildos. And Stacy's last name is Toy. <laughs> Toy dildo. Stacy Toy. You know what? You'd be a superstar in a minute. You,
1: Stacey,
3: Toy dildo.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I always when I work with people when I'm producing, they're like, I googled you, and I'm like, hold on, because they're like a pastor or a priest in a different Toy. country. You got to, you got to, you got to, which, what, which Stacey toys did you look at? So, (laughs) you know, you're a
3: very beautiful girl. People tell you that.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) No,
3: you really are. You're very beautiful. I like your hair. You love hair. (laughs) No, I love your bones. (laughs) No, you have wonderful bones, cheekbones, chin. I love a face with a pointy chin and high cheekbones. I go, it's called a heart shaped face. Elizabeth Taylor, I knew Elizabeth Taylor well. So I worked for her, but Elizabeth Taylor had the perfect heart-shaped face, like you. Same shape, high cheekbones, pointy chin. So hang yeah. on, shut the fuck up for a minute. You will never, <laughs> you will never age because skin that hangs over bones doesn't look old. It's the flat pancake faces. <laughs> <laughs> they grow old. Thank
1: you. Thank you. I, I pride myself on like my neck because I don't have any of the lines and I'm all natural. But I'm it's... almost
3: forty, so. Well, you're, look, you're a I have
2: to tell you you're real a quick, baby. That that um I'm 80. That I'm our 80. resident our resident UK Perv just showed up. His name is Dave Hughes, and he wrote, Oh my god, she's a stunner. And he only shows up whenever we advertise that there's pretty women coming on. If we have like guys come on, he comes in and he stays for like two minutes and then he like
3: leaves well, do, do, do me a favor because we have been disappointing Dave now for months. Could you kindly expose a little cleavage oh, yeah. to the camera? Just a bit. Oh, pull, it, pull the top down. Now, Dave, are you happy? Like no, 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 no. Dave, Dave comes quickly. So, he, he, he's done, Dave has is done his
1: al- dad's name. Right. He's done already. Oh well, hopefully, Dad's right. not
3: listening. D- Dave, is, Dave, is done already. He left.
1: You're welcome, <laughs> Dave.
3: He's You're laughing. Awesome. So everybody, on, let's we right. gotta
2: do a formal intro. We
3: gotta do a formal let's intro. You, oh,
2: intro. All right, I love her already. I don't need to do an intro. Now we have to. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with. With ron russell the incredibly talented and gorgeous stacy toy hello and welcome to the show Hi,
3: hi
2: <laughs> So this is our cool, outrageous Man About Town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell.
1: She
3: knows me already.
1: Oh, I love you already. <laughs>
3: I love you too. You're a hot number. You're a fast girl, quick and funny. So then we have. Wait, wait, wait. We have wait, a chat I'm
1: room. Talk a little bit. We have a chat room. Have.
2: No, we have a chat room full of people. Lots of countries represented. So just say hi to
1: everybody Every in the country chat
3: room in the world.
1: Hey chat room. I love your countries. I can't wait to get back to all of them soon to travel. I really. Over five. Over five million people
3: will be watching this video. So there you go. Oh, I'm not bullshitting. And they're all out. like, loving. No, she knows, it's, it's, she
2: knows. It's true. She knows. I, mean, I
3: don't know how this crappy show got so popular. I'll <laughs> you know, tell you the truth. If I were watching it, and I, who those old jerks? That old queen, especially, that 80-year-old nutjob. He's so stupid. What the fuck is he doing there? He doesn't even remember his own name. I would critique it, and I'd say, and the boy next to him must be really crazy to be married <laughs> to that old goat. Yeah.
2: So okay, so you can ask her something, and then I want to like. Talk I want to her find somehow.
3: out. You have a boyfriend? Um, I you
1: know no, not officially, but you know I'm talking to someone.
3: Are, are you are you a marrying kind or just a party girl? No, she's yeah, a I'm,
1: kind. I'm widowed, so I guess I killed my oh. first husband. <laughs> oh, that's terrible.
3: Do you know, do you know who Jane Russell is, the famous movie star?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Jane Russell was my buddy, like my sister. We were dearest of friends. And one day I said to her, Jane, your first husband died, your second husband died of a heart attack, and your third husband died of a heart attack. Do you think they all died because you fucked them to death? (laughs) I thought she was going to either smack me or, or get insulted. We were driving in my car, by the way, when I said that. Well, she went hysterical, and her answer was, I hope so.
1: I hope so. That's a good <laughs> way to go out. I don't care. You yeah. know? So.
3: Jane had a wonderful sense of humor. She was a dry, funny sense of humor gal. Uh, but she liked a dirty joke every now and then. If it was I in you. Yeah, in good taste. If it's funny. If it's crude and, and vulgar and come on, nah.
1: Well, so, just uh, tell me when there's nobody listening, so you can't judge me if I laugh yeah. <laughs> you. Uh, if you. if you were in a
3: singles bar, sitting at the bar, and I was a gorgeous young man with a great body and a very bulgy crotch, and I <laughs> and I came up to he you. He has all I, those things. <laughs> and
1: I came up. And, right,
3: I came up and I said, "I've been looking at you from across the room, and I candy you are more than can I buy you a drink? And perhaps later you can go back to my place and look at my paintings. What would you say to me?"
1: <laughs> well, um, I. I'd say, buy me a drink and let's talk. And then we'll see. Because, I mean, I get I get myself into some serious situations sometimes. But <laughs> I've been very, very good at getting myself out of them, too. So, that's good. I mean, <laughs> now,
3: what, what would you say if a, if a handsome guy <laughs> walked up to you and said, oh, by the way, do you put out?
1: <laughs> no. I, I, I can't, that's when I Where? put out. Uh, I could my last Where? husband. And then I, if they were, like, laugh, i go, Google me. I come up in an obituary, and the looks on their faces are just, like, beautiful. <laughs> no, 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 you can their
3: eyes. <laughs> my da- my, da- my daughter, Deirdre, is an actress, and she's gorgeous. She's a beautiful uh, blue-eyed redhead. And she was went on a date with this guy who seemed really nice, handsome, very, uh, nice car, you know, beautifully dressed. And they're sitting at the cocktail bar, and she had on strappy shoes. And he looked down, and he said, I can't wait to lick your toes. <laughs> So she looked at him. She said, oh, is that what you do to your mother? And then she got up and she walked out. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's good. I'm going to have to, cause people have said that to me before too. In fact, I'm on, um, it's this weird, like Wikipedia site for feet for famous people. And if you look up Marilyn Gigliotti from clerks, um, my feet is on with her feet on that feetometer thing. Oh my it's God. that's great. hilarious. We know her. Yeah,
2: we know her yes. really well. She's we.
1: When I go to LA, I stay there. That's where I stay.
2: <laughs> yeah, we, oh, we, she's fabulous. She's very close with us. Mm-hmm. Yes. We like, love her. Yeah, uh, yeah, another you know. person we have to do a shout out to is, um, Eileen uh, Dietz. Eileen Dietz yes because she, she wrote that she was coming on the show and Eileen Dietz wrote, oh my God, I'm good friends with them and so let's give on three. Let's say hey Eileen and that way she'll come back and listen to it all right yeah, One,
0: not,
3: two, two, three. three. Hey, hey Eileen Have we ever, have we ever had Eileen on? Yes. We have. I know. I met her years ago at a book signing. We no. We met her at the um, when she was doing something for. Uh, no,
2: no. We met her at uh, the the
3: the movie the. No, the first time we met her, she was doing. I knew pictures. her already. I never met her. Fuck you. She was doing <laughs> books. She was doing books and at pictures the film festival for, for what's a face that movie with the vomiting the green. What, I know,
2: but she was at exorcist. The, um, the exorcist. The exorcist. Exorcist. But, exorcist, but we right. met her at that. We met her at a film festival in New oh, York. Oh, I know
3: Eileen well. Now I've met her a couple of times. What do you mean? Every time yeah. we go someplace, no, she's we there. Made, we, made out, we made out in the basement of a movie studio. Yeah. <laughs> oh, She's a hottie. She's a hottie. I,
1: her. I always go out to her house because, you know, I tell her she used to terrorize me as a child in that film because I was always afraid of the exorcist. So I'm like, I go to your house to terrorize you now. So, you no, know, go there. bring her I, some I, weed butter and we always have fun.
3: <laughs> so I, I have
1: a question. I nicknamed
3: okay. Eileen Motorbucks.
2: <laughs> yes. I have a question. Have so have you ever been on the scene have She's you ever, only your friend, I'm only kidding uh, uh, Eileen. Only t- hey Eileen, I think uh, we're gonna be in a movie soon together. Have you ever been on the scene snobs? Do you know the scene snobs, Mick Manhattan and uh, Casey Plot?
1: Yes, I was there last night.
2: Oh that oh that's <laughs> right, I saw that. I'm so idiot. That's when I saw that. Okay, so cause they're in the chat room. Say
3: hi, Casey's hi in the chat. room Hey guys, how are you
1: doing? You guys are awesome. Yeah,
3: the, them so now, and the, are you a scream queen also or just an actress? No, I'm, no.
1: Not I'm behind the scenes. She's a producer.
3: <laughs> Are you a producer?
1: So hang on. Let me oh, brag. I want to brag right a my, little.
3: I want to push my fucking movie. <laughs> right You're a producer. How nice. Yeah. Let's talk.
1: I have. I I, wrote, well, on, you know? I, want to, I want to hear him brag about me first. I'm sorry. I'm still part woman, so please. Continue. No,
3: no, no, no. He could brag about you all night long. Now that I know you're a producer, we'll kiss your ass royally. <laughs> right.
1: Trust me.
3: Trust me. Go, go, let so, me for, go. So kiss, first, kiss, so kiss. so so here's some things that I didn't know.
2: You guys, I like look Stacy up, and we've known of each other, and we've talked a couple of times, but we ha- didn't really know each other, know each other till recently. And she's a host, uh, co-host on Fan Room Live. We're going to talk about. She's got two shows. Coming up for that in a minute, but not only is she like smoking hot, you guys, she's like a genius. Um, she has a master's degree in journalism, she went to school, she studied at Oxford, she yeah. lived, she, uh, she's a member of the Oxford Entrepreneur Society, which is like the biggest entrepreneur society in Europe. Um, She's also worked in, oh, in just under 50 countries filming, broadcasting, and providing media. She actually worked 11 years in the broadcasting industry. She went to Elizabethtown College, which is that the same place that the movie was made about,
1: Elizabethtown? No, that's a different place. Kirsten oh, because his, daughter,
2: his daughter's in that movie. Okay.
1: That's awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so not only is she, like, gorgeous, but she's <laughs> like a, a brainiac, and behind the scenes, she gets shit done.
3: Which is, you know what? That's dangerous. To be that accomplished and that genius smart, men don't like it.
1: I know. It's called BDE, big dick energy. They hate yeah, it. Exactly.
3: <laughs> I, I, hope, I, I hope you know how to play a little femme fatale kind of like, I don't, because if you come off with your knowledge, the guy's going to shrink.
1: I know, but it's hard because sometimes I'm like, you can't be that fucking stupid either. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Uh, come on, give me a break. I I know so many I know
3: so many straight guys that are really good looking. I and mean stupid. If, and and not stupid, they're just they it's like their penis, you know what I mean? If their penis is hard because a girl is stupid, the minute she opens them out and is intelligent, their penis goes back to being one inch. And that upsets them. So I know that men think with their cocks. They don't think with their brains. I'm a man. I know what I'm talking about. If I see a gorgeous young guy and he's flirting with me, I flirt back. Jimmy don't like it. But I, I, mean, I don't do anything, but I flirt back. But the minute I let them know who I am and what I do, they're gone. They, they don't flirt, even in the gay world.
1: Yeah, I'm okay with that though. I really honestly am. I've been like after losing my husband 10 years ago, you know, my kids were six and four at the time. So now they're 16 and 14 and, you know, driving and all of that. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting kind of back in the scene, if you will. I mean, don't go crazy, everybody. Cause like, I'm not like, you know, I'm not on Tinder, I'm not I'm not one of those people that I a man, you know, organically yeah. and, and so that's what I'm I've been trying to do slowly because again, you know, it's been about ten years since I, you know, since my husband's gone and I haven't dated really at all. So, they so are, like, I, love I, it.
3: I raised both my daughters alone. Mm-hmm. And my hat's <laughs> off to you raising your children because I know what it's like having a career and being the single parent. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, it only only remarkably strong wonderful people can do that we'll say, we, and still have a career no, and still week, have a fabulous week, my career. wife my ex-wife the bitch is dead ran away from her children didn't see them for 30 something years and then died so she never even saw her kids before she croaked I but um, yeah she's a real piece of real piece of work um and and it was different and i'm t- tell me how difficult it was for you
1: Um, it was, I mean, granted, I love my family, my parents and I have twin brothers and everybody was really helpful. Um, And they made sure that I was continuing to move forward with what would make me happy because they didn't want to see me get, you know, caught up or stuck. Um, And so the thing is with me too, I, I tell everybody, I I have two boys that, you know, when I tell them to go face the corner and shut up, they have to listen to me. And like, I didn't need a third. Um, And I found that a lot of people just like to hang on your coattails um, and they want you know a girl that'll just take care of them and pay for everything. And you know I'm like I'm one of these people who wants somebody who's kind of like on the same level that can support each other and like you know
2: absolutely
1: to help you. And and you know I'm I'm that kind of person. So that's hundred
2: percent, a hundred percent. Just just I, to I agree with that. Just to add something, our resident per said for Fook's sake, get on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, Look, it was stopped. a horn college, okay. I know I've done it no. world, okay. Like I'm, I'm I, nice I, now.
3: I <laughs> have to tell you why they haven't arrested Dave by now. I'll never know. He's married. I know he's married, but he's the he's the, he's the biggest titman perf perv I know. Sadie Katz comes on, or Sarah French, or, or Sherry Davis, or Lauren, or Sherry uh, what's Nelson. Her, Nelson Sherry Nelson's in the chat room, by the way. Say hi. And,
1: and hi, hi Sherry. Sherry. Hi, Sherry. And,
3: and Dave doesn't recuperate for a month. <laughs> no, really. The man is insane. He loves women that are beautiful with chests, big boobs. <laughs> And he's married. So I want to ask him one day, does your wife would think of you? will you wick whack off when your wife goes to bed and you're on the computer and you're looking at these girls movies because, you know, these girls are in movies where they're sexy. Angela Joseph says that's why she stays single, too. Oh, no, that's not true. I heard Angie Baby has a little boyfriend. She's working on it. <laughs> no, I heard. Aren't we all? I can't say who because she made me swear to God I wouldn't tell who. But she's got her eye on some guy. And he's famous. And he's famous. And he's got his eye on her cleavage. So I think that they may get together. Oh, so, Angie Baby's got his huge rack. So where in the
2: Poconos kind of do you live? You know, we're from, We lived in Doylestown, Pennsylvania for five well. years.
1: Nice, yes. Right um, before we moved here. Right out here behind me if you could see it is the Courthouse Square in Scranton. So like I, I, Dunder Mifflin the office like that's it right here. That's it. <laughs> that's that's so cool. I know
3: exactly yeah. where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I love it up there in the summer, but in the winter you freeze the Bialis. I mean, oh yeah, of course, you know. of
1: course. But it's about time we started getting some recognition here outside of the office with Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, and then right out here outside the window, there's like cremation remains of um, Jason uh, Miller from the priest from The Exorcist. Um, and Paul Sorvino did like a sculpture and it's like right here in Courthouse square too. So oh, we had him on our Ooh. show. Paul yeah. Sorvino. Oh, nice. Yeah. Be, he he kind of screwed this, uh, this town pretty good. Uh, and everybody could Google that, but uh,
3: <laughs> no, I'll be, I'll be talking to Paul in the coming weeks for a role in my movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what did he do to the town? He screwed the town.
1: Well, um, they, they made a deal with the commissioners to do this movie called trouble with Callie. Um, and you can, they had a, they did film it here and they did everything here, um, but essentially it took money from the taxpayers, which was like a half a million dollars. And they were supposed to have, you know, big plans of building studios here and um, for the county to get money back so that the taxes could be lowered. And instead, nobody got anything. And so, everybody-
3: uh, But that's not Paul's fault. It's the production people.
1: It's Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that went through it, I know, but I just felt bad because Paul was the face of it. And he was in town and he was constantly pushing it. And it was so exciting to have somebody like that in in a town like this, because we're all taught that we have to leave here in order to go do something like go to Los Angeles, you have to go to Atlanta, you have to go to New York, you can't stay here. So that's been my goal, too, is to bring more things here so people have the opportunity. And so that's what I was really excited about with Paul. And I'm still friends with some of the commissioners that worked with him, even though they end up in prison um, and are still on house arrest. Um, (laughs) You can Google it. It's not like I'm just, you know, but I I genuinely hope that, you know, everything kind of works out because I know that um, that film is still out there um, and I'm hoping for it to be released. (laughs)
3: Good so. you. Well, I, I know that Paul Sorvino is a regular Joe. I mean, from what I know of him and his background, uh, no. I, I think if he were to rob, he would rob multi-millions from the very rich. Yeah, you I, don't, think, right? I, I don't think he would do anything to the production company. I'm, I, I don't know the story, but knowing the man's character, he likes the hardworking people because he came from a poor Italian family.
1: Mm-hmm. And Mira was in the film as well. Um there right. were you know, quite a few people that were in the film. If you um you could go on YouTube, the trailer's up. It's called Trouble with Callie, C A L I.
3: You, did you did, did you did you produce it?
1: No, I didn't. I was still working for the news station here, um, WNEP. And so we covered everything that he was a part of when he was in town. He always gave us sound bites. And so I don't know him personally, but I just know that we covered all of his, his stuff when he was in town. And he was in town for you know, at least a year, year and a half in really? the area. So yeah, on and off. It was great. It was, it was really cool to have Hollywood in Scranton.
3: <laughs> well, he's a nice, I find he's a, right. Don't we like him? He's a nice Yeah, He guy. was nice. He was on the well, show. He's nice. He's we saw a regu- him at He's a regular fella, you know. He I also didn't...
2: told us though that he knew that we was he was on our show about seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So he said that, you know, like he was, cause he had a farm in Pennsylvania and he said <laughs> he was, he said he was going back to L.A. because, you know, Did no if, work because he couldn't get work living there out of sight, um, out of
3: mind. But I think that stream. eight
2: years ago, things have changed so much with streaming and the way everything is. I think you can be basically anywhere and you can do stuff nowadays.
1: Agreed. Absolutely. I mean, and people like to come here. I know we're going to be filming a couple of things um, in the coming months up here in, as opposed to out in L.A. or down in Atlanta, because you don't have to worry about, you know, even IOTC being within 150 mile radius of a of a main city. Um and just with everything going around like going on, there's you don't have to worry about permits here and we still have um tons of film tax credits that people can utilize. And um yeah, so I mean I have a we have a production uh warehouse here that's about fourteen thousand square feet and um we're we're trying to build up a bunch of stuff here. So fingers crossed. I love square. it.
3: We fingers love it there. We love it there. Well the town that we <sighs> love, and I don't remember the name, is where we met the guy in the diner who's oh. your friend. Um, what was the name of that town? Oh, it's in New York State. It's beautiful. I don't want to give it it's away. It's where the Black Bear Film
2: Festival is. Yeah, and it's uh it's a like a, it's also got a lot of gay and lesbian people oh, that live there. Oh, it's a fabulous town. It's, it's so uh, beautiful. Uh, Oh,
1: well, shit. I want to go. My son is gay, and like I, I sat on the board for Gay Days down in Orlando. I don't know if you've ever been down to that. No,
2: we, we went there because the Gay Days was during one magical weekend and we covered yes. it for them. Yes, so, that's yes.
1: awesome. I was we, on the board and picking uh, the Miss Gay Days, you know, the drag queen for the year and stuff. So I did that for a few years. I love. That environment, like that makes me so happy. Like, so wherever this town is, you let me know because I need to go. I I have to think of the name. It's got a wonderful, in
3: fact, uh, you know, we're we're staying in California, but we're also looking out in the Hamptons or Mm -hmm. around the Hamptons for a second home because I'm a New Yorker. I'm not a Californian. I've lived Mm -hmm. in California most of my life, but I really want to be a New Yorker again. I, Mm California is just not for me. Climate, Mm -hmm. uh, this stinks here. So, uh, we will be going up there for the Milford. Milford, Milford, Pennsylvania. Yeah.
1: Yes. You know what? That's only like 15 minutes away from me. I, know. I love it. I love, <laughs> that, I love not
3: We I, almost bought a house there. Yeah,
1: I mean, oh, we, we can be neighbors. neighbors.
3: No, the real estate was reasonable and the house was lovely. The house was like maybe 350, which is unheard of. In L.A., 350, you can't get a toilet, you know, a dump, an ugly piece of shit that was built in 1926, a 700 square foot house, a million three. They're out of their friggin' minds here. First of all, I wouldn't live in it for free in the neighborhood it's in. All the homeless are two feet away. It's just disgusting what's going mm-hmm. on in Los Angeles.
2: Do You come You come to L.A. a lot, though, right?
1: Next time I, you come, I, we have
2: to come meet you.
1: Of course, absolutely. Like I said, I stay with Marilyn. Um, but, yes, I have business partners out there. Um, they're actually they're moving from North Hollywood to Malibu uh, with their recording studio. It's um, Jamie Jones, lead singer from All for One, and Jack Kugel, who is uh, like a 25 year uh, Sony EMI, Songwriter, Grammy Award wedding, both of them. So um, they do a lot of stuff for Disney and Netflix and, and uh, a lot of big oh, stuff. I
2: know, I know some of the other guys from All for One. As a matter of fact, we had Jeff Timmons on our show a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, he's he and I uh, and, and some other people are working on trying to put together another movie uh, that stars like all the boy band guys.
1: Yeah, that would be so um. awesome.
2: I love it. Um, so oops. So I uh, so we're kind of like working on it, and it's got some of the people from All for One are going to be in it. Some of the other guys, I think, are, mm-hmm. are potentially going to be in it. Actually, you maybe like once we get it more, like we get it, because we're still working on a script. But then, like maybe like we'll bring you in to work with us on it, because it'd be fun working with all the boy band people. Oh
1: my God! Yes, I know. Like I was supposed to do a couple of things with a few of the different stuff from like new kids on the block to all these other ones. And so like, I still have all the connections with it because COVID kind of screwed up a lot of stuff. So, um, it would be, and I'm like, Oh man, like I hope that chance didn't like go through the cracks because I, I mean, I'm ai I grew up in the nineties, like those, like all boy bands in two thousands, that was the stuff that like everybody masturbated to. So <laughs> it's like, I, I love it. People. <laughs> I,
3: I, I have to ask you a question. This is serious <laughs> stuff now. Really important to me. Have you ever done line produce line producing?
1: Um like the budget stuff? I've yeah. done some of it, but I usually just delegate that out to other people that I know are way better at it.
3: Okay, do you have a couple of names you could give me? Yes. I need off I, the air. I, off the air. <laughs> I need a line producer for my movie.
1: Yep, absolutely. I just okay. got a budget today from one of the best ones in the industry and um he's he's amazing. I absolutely can give you one there. I've got a few out in LA. So whatever you need.
3: <laughs> Terrific. We need a line producer who's really good, who mm-hmm. can get it. To, I figured the film to be about three million, but we don't know. I, Jimmy said more. I said less. You know, it depends on who you how you want to do it. It's it's mm-hmm. a uh, it's a very, very um, lot of cast movie. Yeah, so.
1: that's really fine. I mean, and if you have a script. That you yeah. Just go off of, so. yeah,
2: we've got. He's got. The, he's got the script, and we yeah. haven't put together a Lainey team yet.
3: Lainey Kazan She's calling me today or tomorrow to give me her answer if she's going to be the star of the movie. So, because she's cool my, off. she's a, she's a friend of mine, and the main character is a Jewish broad from Brooklyn. Sorry.
1: I keep getting all these phone calls.
3: Actually, we're gonna send
2: it to you anyway because you might like that that one too. Because like we um, we, we're really.
3: It's about a Jewish broad, nineteen forty three who's a bookie okay and mm-hmm. and she's married to a mafia guy so it's really a, a, a dark funny comedy
1: oh i love it i love it anything that's at least a little funny i love you know oh, no, it's, it's
3: very very funny one
1: there's no like i hate when people bring to me like um zombies and you know all of the dracula all the horror stuff i'm just no. like oh, not again Please, please not again. So that is a very nice and welcome, welcoming thing. I'd love to. No, this, that.
3: this, this does. This is not a horror film. It has people dying in it, but that's normal. That's
1: okay. Yeah, that's
3: but but it's not okay. a funeral, uh, right? And, and and the actors will not be reading lines. They will be acting because I wrote it as they did movies years ago, with its character development, interesting story, and uh, you get involved with the people. Today. As you will agree, most of the scripts are lines read and you have no idea what the background is of the character. And you couldn't give a shit less if they dropped it in the movie. And that's how I feel when I go to a film today. I say, Jimmy, you know, they wanted us to feel bad for the the person, but I don't Mm -hmm. because I don't know who they
1: are. Mm -hmm. man. that's great. I love it. I mean, my creativeness Good. is on the business side of stuff. So you just tell me what you want, and then that's when I get creative, and I figure okay, out Okay, but
3: listen, why do they i like you. Can you answer me? Why do they write that way today? Why? Is it because of budget? I don't understand. I keep asking the question to everyone that's in the business. Why do they write such shallow shit?
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, have you, like, I know you know a lot of people in the business, okay? Everybody People are freaking weird when they start letting you into their little wormholes of their minds and like you know some of the stuff that you actually witness or or they actually confide in you in and, and you're like. Well this is the people my parents warned me about Type stuff you know what I mean So, <laughs> so ultimately it's like their inner, their inner subconscious And thoughts of things that you know They probably can't do it because it's not Okay in the normal world I mean it's okay to play out On TV and yeah I mean look at how many pedophiles get picked up all the time I mean geez like can you imagine what goes on In people's minds
2: <laughs> And a lot of these movies that we see though Because Ron's in a bunch of them mm-hmm. um, They're just poor <laughs>
1: Well, you know
3: what? Listen, hey, you yeah, got to make yeah, a living. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, I'm making a living at 200 bucks a day. Give me a break. That's not even coffee. So you're money. the
1: ultra low budget, huh? Yeah.
3: Yes. No, I do it. I do it because I love, I love Angie Baby, or Angelina jo- uh, Joseph, and I love Joe. Do you Collier. know Angela Joseph? mm Okay, she's, she's in the in channel. The say hi.
2: Um, by the way, we've got to say hi. Jerry Giangelo joined and us at Hub I, Reynolds. And I
3: love Sadie Katz <laughs> and I love... Do you know Sadie?
1: No, I don't think I do. Oh, I have I some I cool love, people to I introduce love, you to. I love
3: Felisa. 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 I, there's so many people that are they're kids. They're, they could be my grandchildren. But they treat me with such respect, such admiration, and such love that when they say to me, be in my movie, I, I half of them I do for free. I don't really care. And mm-hmm. I'm not getting that out there. I want the 200 It pays for gas. <laughs> but, well, going from Palm Springs to L.A. in our car, mm-hmm you know, it costs us like $70, $80. So. It's nice Ooh. if you make a couple of bucks. Yes. But anyway, I do it for the fun of doing it and my friends. But the movie that I have written, I will be the co-star playing the mafia husband, which I play all the time, the mafia anyway. So it's, it's a character. But we're
2: bringing in other people because we need names. So there'll right. be other we're people since he's, he's not a an name and everything. Well, the-
1: this is like right next to the town of the Irishman, you know, home of Buffalino <laughs> and all these guys. <laughs>
2: well, I like love it. I love it. No, no, so it's, you'll
3: like the script. Uh, Sadie Katz is one of the producers because Sadie is very helpful for me, and uh, Dave rewrote it for me because I don't know how to work it in that stupid. What was it called? Final what? draft. Final draft. Oh my god! You yeah, commit- I
1: know, I hate that too. That program.
3: Oh, <laughs> it's, it's a suicide program.
2: So <laughs> anyway, all right. So hold on, we're gonna Wait, we're, so we're so gonna get her the Dave information. The plug. Okay, Dave Bailey's awesome. So we love Dave
3: him. Bailey was kind enough to rewrite the whole script and put it in proper text. Thank you you again, Dave.
2: Yeah, we always get a lot of help. It's all fun. So So that's
3: nice. We have a nice gang of people that we're friends with. All the actors and actresses in Hollywood, young people.
2: Actually, we run in like a half of the same circles, like half the people that we know she knows and the other half she does. And same thing with her. She knows tons of people we don't know. So networking with her is
3: a phenomenal thing because between all of us. We're going to invite you to some red carpets. When you're in L.A. When you're in L.A.
1: I know. I'm usually out there for the Grammys. This was uh, I I went the last seven years um, on the red carpet and all that stuff. And so this is the first year I I didn't make it out there. So. Yeah, there's.
2: (laughs) It's terrible, but it's gonna get better. No, all right, so no so,
3: Oscar <laughs> parties this year either. Yeah, it's been terrible. And we always go to the Oscar parties and
2: I miss that. So f- listen up guys because we gotta do we have like 20 minutes left and we have to do some some serious go, shit here that go, we have to go, talk about. Go, go. Uh so besides being gorgeous, smart, producing every cool shit on the planet, you guys, Stacey Toy is a co-host of Fan Room Live. You can follow her first of all on Instagram, you guys. She's Stacy Toy. She has a, a Twitter, but like she hasn't tweeted in a couple of years. So just go to instagram <laughs> i don't like it she's on instagram and she's got two big big shows coming up one of them's on friday night and one of them's on sunday afternoon and so uh the one on friday night it's called uh, home run for hope it's fan room live um it's actually i think might be one of the first ones you guys are doing that actually like are, are benefiting like children's charities uh mm-hmm. Uh, the Rock Solid Foundation and the pediatric, uh, which does pediatric cancer, and the Children's Hospital of the King's Daughters. It's being hosted by Cedric the Entertainer, and your guests are Chris Taylor from the LA Dodgers, and then there's a special appearance by Alexander Ludwig, who. I is, is like one of my favorite actors like he's in such cool shit um, he's in Vikings you guys he's like one of the stars of that TV show Vikings and he was in the Hunger Games and Midway and Bad Boys for Life and that's taking place Friday night March 26 7:15 p.m. Pacific time and you get. Your tickets at fanroomlive.com. So let's start with that one. Tell us a little bit about it. And are you also going to be a part of hosting it?
1: Um, yes, I am. I don't know exactly what part of it I am yet, but um, I, I got the, yep, you're you're going to help co-host. I said, okay, great. Um, but uh, from what I know, there's going to be some musical guests on there um, and, and like big musical guests. So I'm really super excited because instead of going to the Grammys this year, I feel like I'm kind of a little bit a part of co-hosting my own version of. The Grammys, yay! Um, having the LA Dodgers—I mean, they have the cool. I, I'm not a sports person, but they have the coolest hats. So I've always gotten the Dodgers hats because yes. they, they always match my outfits, and like, I like, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, um, of course, my boss is Cedric the Entertainer, Mister the Entertainer, as I like to refer to him as. Um, and it's just—I don't know, like, in and, and Alexander Ludwig. I mean, I don't know. This is just a cool, like, full circle moment um, for me, and I'm excited to be a part of it. But I. The thing I love most is raising money for charity. Um, You know, I've built houses and schools and all that stuff in Haiti, just using documentaries to raise money. And um, I've done it in other various third world countries and over in the UK with the homeless. So anything that I can do to, you know, incorporate cool people and make a really cool event and do something that, you know, helps other people ultimately is just like a win, 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 win. And to me, all boats rise with the tide. So, like, why not do stuff like that? Also- you
3: so remind me of Lara Spencer, ABC oh, Good Morning News. <laughs> she, she grew up in my house. She's my daughter's best friend. Oh, my God. And, so cool. and you sound like her and you speak just like her. If I close my eyes, I think you're Lara Spencer. And that's, okay. quite, a, that's quite a compliment.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> so you guys are too. If you guys who you know, Lara? No, I don't. I I just know who she is.
2: (laughs) You guys remember last week we had Jay Benjamin on. He's also a co-host of Fan Room Live. And uh, so they work together. And his show did phenomenal, by the way. I think we're at like four, I don't know, four and a half million plays in only a week. I know.
1: Um, He's so freaking cool, too. Like, you know, you get thrown into these situations. I literally met him on Zoom right before we did our first one with Jake the Snake Roberts. And so we only had like, you know, we, we went on about a half an hour early just to, you know, get some camaraderie and stuff. And it was just instantly like, oh, my God, we're like best friends. So That's so we, funny. I, I love him. I And I've been talking to him about some other stuff, you know, on, on other projects. And he's been such a huge help to me. And he's been a huge consultant because he's got so much knowledge about a lot of stuff.
2: A lot uh, of knowledge.
1: I mean, and that's the best part is the entire team is like <laughs> – you know, we just kind of fit together. And Jeff,
2: we should say hi to Jeff. Hey, yes,
1: Jeff. He's the man who put it all together. He messaged me on LinkedIn like a year or so ago, and we had a phone call, and we're just like, you know, let's figure out a way to help each other, because we were both just sitting around with COVID, um, not doing anything, and it's like, well, all right, I don't know who you are, and I don't know who you are, but hey, let's help each other out and figure it out, and... The rest is history, and here we are. So we we started working together. I started helping getting guests for Fan Room, and then ultimately now I'm the co-host. So and co-executive producer. So I labels. love it. Now, Congratulations. What,
3: what, what could we do to help you to make some money right now? Is there something that you want to tell our watchers or our viewers that can help you make a buck?
1: Uh, what do you mean make a buck? Like I'm not on OnlyFans or anything. What, <laughs> He
2: doesn't know what that is. He doesn't know what that is. She's not. She said I'm not on OnlyFans. That's like a like a Facebook type site, except for that's where everybody goes to like take no, their I clothes mean, is off. Is that like a
3: project that you want people to send um, money to or donation for an organization? No, she wants you to get these tickets for Fan Room Live. Yes, well, I don't know anything about it. We've we been talking about it for 20 minutes. <laughs> I know
1: that. But I'm you just stay there looking beautiful.
3: <laughs> no wait. There are plenty of old bags like me that don't get it. How much are these friggin' tickets, and They're where
2: do I? Different- you go to FanroomLive.com
3: to Tell her. her. Tell me. She's the
2: boss.
1: <laughs> yes. No. There's different. There's different tiers of, of different things because there's like VIP tickets where you can you know speak to people um, personally for a lot longer and after. Oh, a, I know. This is
3: where our friend Sean Cannon was on there. Yeah. That's how oh. it. Yes. Sean Cannon was on there. Yeah, yes. I know that. I know what you're talking. But how much is it? We have. They're know, all different every time. But, it's different. What's the cheapest ticket if I'm on Social Security?
1: Uh, <laughs> well, sometimes. Well, again, it depends on each and each event. Sometimes we do have a uh, ten dollars spectator ones where you don't get to personally interact with the celebrity, but you can still watch and be a part of the event because it's not something that's you know out there that's live for everyone else to see during that moment. Um, and then they have other ones that are like thirty dollars or fifty dollars. But again, it all depends on the person because if we get somebody like Sylvester Stallone or, or something like that. Um, you know, how about
3: when you had Morgan Fairchild?
1: Yes. Morgan Fairchild was wonderful. And she sent me a message and said that it was so great to work with me and I did an amazing job. And, to me like women like her inspire me because she's not only done so much but she sustained herself and she's still an amazing human being and so like I love
2: she looks so gorgeous oh my
1: god I know I even said that I- I'm like I hope oh. to god I look like you
3: I think she got more beautiful now with age than when she mm-hmm. was young she's- absolutely I-, I was a and they had Leland Squar on. You, you oh, were there for Leland, Leland Squar. Yes.
1: I, 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 I asked him the question. I'm like, listen, I just got to know, what does it feel like when you're on stage with Phil Collins and he does that do 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 You know, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, and he even said he was getting goosebumps just... Thinking about I it.
3: love like, Phil I Collins. We love Leland. He's one of our special. friends. And we love friends. Phil Collins too. And Phil mm-hmm. Collins. But Leland's—he's oh. one of our special friends. So
2: hold on, we gotta go. So you guys, so Fan Room Live has the 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 home run for Hope One, hosted with by Cedric the Entertainer, with the LA Dodgers, Chris Taylor, and a special appearance by Alexander Ludwig. And then on Sunday, for all you wrestling fans, Sunday March twenty eighth, four p.m. Eastern time, they have AEW star Paul White. And he's like one of the biggest guys, probably like on the planet. He's like seven Mm -hmm. feet, something like tall. Um, He's awesome. Like, I didn't, I don't follow wrestling. So until I found out about this, I didn't know anything about him. But since then, I've researched him. He's like super cool. He's great on Twitter and his social media. He has millions of people following him everywhere. And I noticed too, like, you made a movie with wrestlers, didn't you?
1: Yes, I did. In fact, one of them will be in uh, making a special appearance during Paul White's thing, which is WWE superstar Gene Snitsky, who starred in my very first film, 100 Acres of Hell, now available on Amazon and Vudu, iTunes, Google Play and about 30 other platforms. But yes, and we worked with um, Samu Anawahi and Afa Anawahi Jr. from... The Head Shrinkers, they sold out Madison Square Garden in the 80s. They were, like, one of the first tag teams. They're the Rocks' cousins, uh, Yokozuma's relatives, the Samoan Dynasty, um, Rikishi, Black Pearl, all of these guys. They're amazing. Everybody has been so wonderful in wrestling. And I just – I used to watch it a little bit as a kid, and then – just, uh, I just getting back into it and actually getting to know them. And these guys have been so supportive of me and my children, especially you know after losing my husband. Like Gene Snitsky is always making because my sons are, are big wrestling fans. He's always making sure that they're special and bringing them backstage and and you know getting special tickets and. I mean, we go and when we were filming, you know, we would stay over at his house and stuff, just with his wife. And you know, I mean, the fact that when he's sick and they'll they'll make videos and send them to my kids and stuff. I mean, that's that stuff was. I mean that's awesome. They're better absolutely, than absolutely friends yeah. I've known my whole life, and I'm like WWE superstars are cooler than you guys. <laughs> yeah. I think it's super cool. Like I never really followed wrestling
2: a little bit, you know, when I was younger. But I have. Uh, I used to go to conventions all the time, so I've met a bunch of wrestlers. Um, we
3: know the one that we love. What's her name? Whatever happened to her? We have to look her up again. The big tall lesbian, <laughs> who I love. You know who I mean? She's a wrestler actress. She had the Where? gorgeous airline stewardess for a wife the- Oh, Dot Marie Jones. Dot Marie Jones. Oh, Dot Marie love Jones.
2: Dot Marie No, she wasn't a wrestler. She was a uh, like a MMA like a one of those like warrior people. Do you know who Dot Marie Jones is? She was Coach Beast uh, in All in Glee. She is the uh, nicest gal in the world. Oh, she's so I'm fabulous. I'm crazy
3: about her. And you know, she's a real butch. She's nice a lady. gladiator. She was in the Gladiators yeah, okay. TV show. She was like an no, American no, like, gladiator. She looks, She's like six foot tall. She's built like a man. So she's in the airport and walking by her is this gorgeous, feminine, blonde airline stewardess. And she has the balls to hit on the stewardess. Well, the stewardess was gay and now they've been together for years. So romance is everywhere, folks. You just got to know how to do it.
2: So let's go back, though, you guys. So you got to go to fanroomlive.com to get your tickets for both events. And then they have new events coming up all the time. They do several events a month. Uh, when you go to them, you get to see Stacy. Um, you get to see Jay Benjamin. Uh, Sherry Nelson helps host some of them once in a while. Um, I love Sherry,
3: I do. Sherry's a
2: fabulous. We love her. She's in the town now.
3: She's oh, yeah. hot. <laughs> like you. You guys are like the hot I, sisters. I keep telling her to jump the border and come here. Screw waiting to get in now biden's letting everybody in so he should let her in too <laughs>
1: yeah. come on right? in, come to Scranton. it's his hometown man you can't lose here
3: <laughs> oh mean, that's so if, funny if she came in she could be a citizen now because all our borders are down mm-hmm. I,
2: I think they're, they're in canada they're not letting you do it till april 21st or something maybe like then, that
3: then sherry will be
2: so also let me i have another brag thing for you though so like you made a documentary in haiti Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I read it really quick. So like you can make any corrections, uh, but you made a cool documentary to raise money. And I read something like it raised like $2 million, like in the first 20 minutes that it yes. was released or something.
1: It was, it was the most amazing thing. Um, my, my cousin and someone who I look up to his name, he's a Academy award winning producer, director, Robert May. He did kids for cash and arrow Morris's fog of war. Um, which was the one that he was up with, um, he, he won the uh, Academy Award for. Um, And he asked me to go down there and it was me and him and um, three other people that were in the crew. And we went out and I like to, you know, I I like to actually walk in people's shoes. So I wanted to go into, you know, Port-au-Prince and City of Soleil and see like the poverty firsthand. Um, I, you know, I was with all the orphans and the kids and we used the kids ultimately to tell the story because we thought it would be the best way. I mean, they were, they were, able to go into a restaurant for the first time, you know, and they got to swim in a pool for the first time because we let them into the resort we were staying at. And we did have security. And I mean, but it was just, I like to see things firsthand and I want to be a part of it and I'm not afraid of of that. I mean, I've been in news forever. So that's kind of what it is. I've seen everything go wrong at least once. And I just try not to make stupid decisions um, and go in stupid places, but
2: I've okay. been there. I've been to Port-au-Prince.
1: I, I just like the, the rivers with all of the bottles and, and everything. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Like, you can't even describe it. You have to see it, like, firsthand. Um, so, But it was really great to do that. We we were there for, um, like, two weeks. We uh, put out this documentary just to raise money so that we could help build up this orphanage and build the schools and and, you know, make it more secure and have self-sustaining agriculture, all this kind of stuff. Uh, and when we when we put it out within the first 20 minutes, it raised over $2 million. And so they got everything they wanted on this 14-acre secure facility with, you know, I still keep in touch with them with the iPads because they have internet and, and can FaceTime. Um, and they got that within less than a year after we filmed there. And, and it's still being used for marketing purposes and stuff. And so we're hoping to go back and do an update. Because they are expanding now more, but all the kids, I like I said, I still keep in touch with them, and they'll Facetime me with the translator and stuff. And so, I mean, it's, that's been five years, and and it's really exciting to be. Well, they want they want to
2: know the name of the documentary.
1: It's called Open Arms Haiti.
3: Open harm, open arms, Haiti. You guys. You know, I firmly believe if you do good, you get good luck. Yes, I agree. I agree. You That's you you, you will have very good luck in your life, good health and good luck. Okay. Uh, good good people are rewarded. Bad people think they're rewarded temporarily, but in the end, they get screwed.
1: Agreed. Agreed, <laughs> and I think it's really
2: cool that you're doing like the Hollywood thing, and you're also doing the helpful thing, and you're a mom. I mean, you really have your shit together. Like it's <laughs> very I, difficult to do that, all of I, that. Time. You know, oh. back,
1: you know, you know <laughs>
3: I'm I'm, I'm very yeah. impressed by you, and I hope we can maybe work together. And yeah. I know a lot of important people, and a lot of people don't impress me. By the way. <laughs> um, i don't i don't i don't impress easily but you've impressed. Yeah, he's right about that no it's true <laughs> well i'm a I'm brooklyn guy Thank you know you. in brooklyn we're taught check every corner you know we're smart we're street smart i learned in the street the phonies and the bullshit artists and i sort of have a good idea of who who i want to gravitate towards and i think i'd like to work with you
1: That's the best way to ask me out ever. Yes, Ron, I will go out with you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So you guys, listen up. First of all, you you can push my wheelchair or give me my cane. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you guys stacy's on instagram you want to follow her at stacy toy and you got to remember stacy is s-t-a-c-e-y right so it's stacy that's another thing that makes her stand out from everybody you are else a delight you are um, an inspirational and delight. go to fan room live uh, so and get your tickets for everything and look at all the things and and she's got a movie now it's on amazon prime right now right 100 acres of hell mm-hmm. so that's yeah. a horror movie
3: though right
1: Yep, that's my first movie, and that's why I said I don't want to do that kind of stuff no more. Is
3: it it Blood and Guts? Because I won't watch it. it, I don't watch the movies I'm in. I'm in a movie now next week or the week after. I got to work. And Joe Castro, the monster maker, said, Ron, I intend to cover you from head to toe in blood. And I said, oh, no, you don't, because it stains my hair pink. (laughs) So now I have a problem. You know that shitty blood. So now I'm going to be covered from head to toe in blood. God only knows what they're going to do to me in this film.
2: I'm getting my face shot off.
3: Yeah, Jimmy gets his face machine gunned ah. off. I can't wait to see I, that. I love horror movies. And I just I, 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 I like them. I have sense.
2: to tell you, I've produced a zillion horror movies. Uh, I love them. But I've uh, started working on, you know, one to five million dollar bigger budget films, and and not none of them. One of them's horror, uh, uh, but it's not really this a, a regular kind of horror movie. And um, and the other ones are all like action or family. Like I'm trying to, I'm branching out like you, you know, and to do bigger, better things, and to not. I don't want to get pigeonholed as the horror producer.
3: Yeah, that's my thing. Right. Yeah. I like I like being in them because they're fun, but I never mm-hmm. watch them because I think they're stupid. Yes,
1: yes, yeah. but they do have the call followings, and I, I adore it. Hey
3: Stacy, they're the number one money maker.
1: Yeah, horror, always horror make
3: money. films make more money than "Friggin' Gone with the Wind" did.
1: I mean, <laughs> I really. it does. So I guess there's the stupid one here, going, "I don't want to be in that industry."
3: <laughs> well, look at me, how I talk about them, and that I'm in them all the time. I have about seven, or I have about six or seven more to do. And I said to Jimmy, "That's why I want to do the film. I'm, I'm writing, and I'm in three of Jimmy's films, which are not horror." I said, because, you know, I was never a horror actor. I made a film with Sophia Loren, I mean, a hundred years ago. I'm old Hollywood. I did television. And now I'm thrown as an old man into this crazy monster world that I don't get. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they did it to Joan Crawford, Betty Davis, all the great movie stars, when their career was over, they wound up in horror movies. <laughs> not that my career is over, listeners.
1: but <laughs> <laughs> It's just begun. No, And, like, if there's a great opportunity, I'm not going to turn it down just because it's a horror film. So it's not like I'm completely shutting myself out. It's just I'm not... I'm not going to push myself in the indie world with that kind of stuff, um, because you call in a lot of favors and then you have to give a lot of favors back. And it's like, I, you know, my chips are getting bigger and I I'm watching right. how I cash them in anymore. <laughs> oh, I understand that hundred
3: percent. Two, two films that I loved and adored, Psycho, Hitchcock, Psycho, <laughs> stop it, <laughs> Hitchcock, Psycho, and, um, no, people, my, Astro, a uh, seven, uh, seven pound warrior. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, the Night of the Living Dead, the original black mm-hmm. and white. Those I two, f- those two films, I liked. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the rest of fun, kids, kids like that stuff. I love all of them, but yeah,
2: Jimmy. Yeah, I even like the crappy ones, just because if if somebody I know is in them, you my, should see Jimmy's yes. office.
1: My office of is monsters.
2: filled of monsters. Life, life for my life. birthday, he bought me an eight foot Krampus.
1: Oh wow, that was cool looking though. Because I mean, oh. stuff, it, like the macabre, I think is really neat. Like, oh, his room
2: know. is filled. I, with I have a werewolf that's like seven feet. I have an alien. And I have um. Uh, they all move. Uh, yeah, they all move. I have killer clowns, and I have uh. Oh, I two? have yeah. I have Jason. I have Jason from Friday the Thirteenth, and you plug him in, and he makes the noise. And he swings the machete. Um, nice. I collect action figures of everybody who's ever been on the show. So anybody who comes on the show who has an action figure, I get And We've had hundreds of people you know, with I've their own been, action figures.
3: You know, before figure. I met Jimmy, I was doing plays in New York, you know, off-Broadway and stuff like that, some television. And I never dreamed in a million years that I would be interested. You're smoking?
0: Yeah.
2: I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna you I, you. you, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. bad for you.
3: Don't When I see you, I'm going to kill you. Don't you dare smoke. It's that, not good for you. That shit makes popcorn on your lungs. You're a young, beautiful girl. I'm sorry. You want to be a wrinkled old bitch when you get to be my age? Oh, I hate to bullshit, but I, I like you a that. lot. I like you, so I'm going to stick my neck out. Please don't smoke. Okay. No, no, have willpower. It's I'm so,
1: sorry. It's...
3: it's- <laughs> It's so bad for you. You're such a nice girl. What do you CBD. want
1: to CBD. I have Lyme's disease. <laughs> I'd her opioids, and I don't. I'm off opioids for 18 years. I'm clean. Good for
3: you. Good for you. Yeah, well,
1: you could oh, I'm off. sorry. It's my medicine.
3: <laughs> you
1: know you what? Know,
3: roll up a piece of paper and make believe it's a cigarette.
1: Okay. I just puffed it. <laughs> I, I mean, I really like you. I want I'll you take to be. Gummies. Around. I'll take gummies instead. He wants
3: you to live. He wants you to be around forever.
1: No, I oh, love. Yes. It she's a I'll nice dummies <laughs>
3: she's a very nice girl who's a wonderful mother okay she raised her kids and for that she should be healthy and and see their their grandchildren and her great-grandchildren
2: how about your kids like do they like do they like what you do and do they have any aspirations to like be in movies or anything
1: yes they do I let them come with me on set um so I when I was filming everything and I've done a few commercials for like Toyota for the Super Bowl and for um, like the, uh, Korean Olympic games. And so I've put the boys in there either as extras or the one specific one. I know he won a few American advertising awards across the United States for Toyota, but my son, uh, my youngest son was the star of that one because, and I, and I just let him go with the director and I left the room and I said, you just need to listen to what he says. And he did everything. Um, and so they're they starting to help me a little bit more as like a little assistance because I'm like, if I'm building this company, if they want to be a part of it, then I'd rather them learn it from the ground up, too, so that they do, they understand it. And they I can get out it. of it if they hate it, and that's fine, too. I'm not forcing it. But if we're going to build it, let's build it together. And they enjoy it. They have fun. so they get I to try love it. that. Now, I think that's there, awesome. Does
3: your gay son have a friend, a lover, or a husband? Or he's, only uh, oh, he's, he's only 16. He's only 16.
1: Yeah, well, so I,
3: I was 16. And I, I was going out with five guys at the same time. Oh, yeah, Come on. I don't like his <laughs> <my> baby. Okay?
1: <laughs> now, you know, he's very ba- strong, you know, He's a good kid. He's got good fashion Loves the 80s and 90s
3: clothes. Oh, cool. Wait a minute. (laughs) I'm going to pass some advice to you. Take this from an old bag. (laughs) Teach your son that a relationship is far better than being a single gay. A single gay goes from man to man, winds up with nothing. All right? All right. It's so I'm with Jimmy 10 years. I was with somebody else for 64 years now, 42, 46 years or some shit. And <laughs> I believe in, I believe in uh, a relationship. Mm-hmm. I think, I think my gay friends that have run from guy to guy to guy to guy today, they're all drunken drunks or unhappy men right. with nothing. So, te- so teach your son that there is a wonderful home life for gay men. Uh, gay men could be married and live a beautiful, have a beautiful home and dogs and swimming pool. I mean, we have a lovely life.
1: Of course, absolutely, and, yeah. and, and
3: that's that's what you want for your son. Absolutely. You don't want him to be a whore.
1: No, no, and I honestly, he, I. It's weird because he actually talks To me about everything and not Other people which I think is cool to be a mom And to have a 16 year old son who just only Talks to his mother about things
3: yeah so, that's Cool uh, that, that yeah. open that open Door is wonderful
1: yes and so I'm Very proud of that but I mean that's why I went down and started working with gay days Because I wanted to have good influences And people that like I could because I, I I mean I'm from a small country town Like up here but I don't care What anybody else says and then when I started going Down to gay days everybody started becoming more Open up here, and like pride started getting, like putting the flags up here, and set it, like city. Uh, I love it. Well, like-
3: i i i I worked very hard. I don't now because I'm busy, but I worked very hard on uh, gay suicide. Mm-hmm. And most boys and girls, 13 to 17, commit suicide because they really don't think that they're going to have a good life. Mm-hmm. They are punished into thinking they're dirty, bad, and weird. And it's not so I'm bullying. So I always tell young gay people, Everybody
2: the you loves can this. live
3: just as wonderfully as the do on television. One of the, the, my three sons, that bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have a house with a garden, white picket fence. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because you're gay doesn't mean you have to be put in the darkness. No, it's a beautiful, bright world. Right.
1: He's wittier than me. He's I mean, I don't know whether to slap him across the face or write it down when he says write,
3: write it down, write it down. (laughs) Because to all of you young people out there that are listening, if you're gay and confused, seek help. Mm -hmm. Talk to people who can advise you on how to conduct your life if you plan it well. You can be successful, happy, you can adopt children. There's no reason dogs. why we have dogs. You, there's no reason why you cannot live like a heterosexual if you want to. You know. But that's not necessarily I just be Happy. I just happy. Be happy. Yeah, exactly. Happy. happy. I don't give a happy. shit
1: what it is. If you want to be a tuna fish, I'll support you to be the best damn tuna fish you want exactly. to be. I don't exactly. care. I, I, I'm exactly. sure that you're an amazing I mom. I
2: think people will love
1: yeah, it. So. I
3: think it's wonderful that you're raising two children and a gay son and that you have this kind of mentality. I really, uh, I'm starting to respect you more and more as the show goes on.
1: Thank
2: you. We have
3: to let her go. You know, no, really, you're, you're just not a piece of ass for Dave to enjoy. <laughs>
2: What <laughs> Her <laughs> All right, you guys. So we've got another guest. We want to thank Stacy. Hey, you guys Stacey. follow her on Instagram, Stacy Toy, S-T-A-C-E-Y Toy. Go to fanroomlive.com to get your tickets for Friday and for Sunday and keep abreast. And if you follow her Instagram, you'll know what other shows are coming up or follow mine. You'll know what other shows are coming up to support and, and meet your favorite celebrities. And we want to thank you so much for coming on the show. You're fabulous. And I want Me to tell
3: you. you, I fell in gay love with you. You're like my sister. I love you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to. We, we we have to, we have to hang because you know I good. go to clubs, I dance. I, I mean, I'm no old bag. I'm yes. like a 21 year old. Yes. So Let's we can go. we can party on down. We, when, when we come to New York, we're going to go up to whatever town he said, and then we're going to see you.
1: I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank you so much. I love you. And Great. I'm going to and I'll i call I'll call you tomorrow. All right. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye, bye. Yay! You guys, I'm, wasn't I'm, she
3: fabulous? I'm so excited we have a new friend. This is how I met Eileen Shapiro. Yep. On the show and I fell in love with gay love with Eileen and now I love this girl. She's really something else. Uh, widow Two sons, one's gay, and she has a career. Oh, you can bring her in. You can bring her in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just saw a pair of tits. I just saw tits. Oh, that's you. Look, she's got the babies bouncing. For me, she did it. I love her. Meanwhile, gorgeous, am I going to see you in May? Hang on, we got gonna- to. Yes, you are. I'm making a trip to New York, and I'm going to party with you guys.
0: And- I cannot wait. go show, and we going to have a lot of fun. We'll go
3: viral, I'm sure. You know, while, while we're together, we may put put a little a bit of a, a haunt on. There's so many yeah. things that we know about. Maybe we could sneak into someplace and do a quickie. A, a, a show. I, I love that idea. <laughs> oh, a, show. <laughs> <laughs> a show. Meanwhile, we got to do the introduction bullshit. So All right, go.
2: everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and gorgeous queen <laughs> of the paranormal. Kodrosha Ona Carol Hello and welcome Woo. to the show. Hey, and we have a, we have a chat room today. For. I
0: thought I'd look really like a librarian, sexy type. With
3: <laughs> uh, the, gl- but the them- boobs, of course, you know. Yeah, no, we love the boobs. Men don't make passes at girls that wear. Glasses. Sure, they do. Take those glasses off. <laughs>
0: You want me to take, I can take them off if you want me to.
3: Yes, take, take them off. Take hey, the he, wants you, he wants you to take off them off. Lo- and lower the blouse. There we go. Oh, there we go. Look, look, look how look gorgeous I you guys Is she not a piece of ass, folks? Dave, you <laughs> must be...
1: Dave, no, Dave,
3: Dave Hughes is, is like, forget about it.
2: He just broke his dick. Well, actually, Teresa said that she's like, you look good at the glasses. But we have a chat uh, room full of That's called- because you're jealous. We know. As, say, uh, there's a whole ton of people in the chat room, so no, say no, hi no, to everybody no. in the chat room. Hi, everybody in the chat room. I don't know how to comment back, so uh, I apologize for that. Uh, no,
3: don't comment back because you got to pay attention. You got better looking since I met you. What would you do? What? <laughs> you do you do bot- Botox so oh, my shit? Oh head? no, no! Look at
0: my frown lines. No, I. I you know what? I have a, a fear of needles. So some people know that; others don't. I, I'm really afraid. Um I did lose some weight. I think that helped. Maybe that. How about your hair?
3: Is it lighter
0: yeah. and longer? Um, no, my hair uh, actually started falling out, but now it's now it's looking good.
3: Because <laughs> you look real. You really look great. You know, I mean, okay. She's she's she's, she's eighty six years old, and she's yes. good for good for eighty six, huh, honey? No, look you want piece hey. of this. I don't care. I don't care
0: who's gay. Hey,
3: that's way it goes. Me, so. me, meanwhile, I want to tell you, and this is no smoke up your ass or bullshit, but you know, you're one of my favorite people. You're one of my favorite too. No, but, but I I mean that from the bottom I of love my heart. I I so enjoyed you the f- moment I met you in the in the hamburger joint. Uh, yeah, it's was fun. <laughs> now, uh, I have to ask you a question. Are you and Eileen Shapiro having a tit contest?
0: Well, she already won. There's no competition when it comes to Eileen. Absolutely not. I mean, she's so, she's so huge. I mean,
3: she's yeah, a but in the comic book, remember? But wait, in the comic book we're in, the artist made yours bigger than hers. I, really? Didn't you see that? You got these. I, bold didn't notice.
0: I guess I wasn't looking close enough. Oh, uh,
3: go, 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 look at your, go look at your cartoon in the book. I'm, I'm going to have to. Um, I got it in, in here. I'll take a look at that. And, yeah. he, and he made me look 22. So send him my love and give him a kiss for me. You guys, are talking about the Celebrity Ghost Hunters
2: comic book that it we're all in. Fun. It's so much fun. She's holding it up now. There it is. And if you want to get a copy, you can go to queenoftheparanormal.com. She's got them uh, for sale up on the, her
3: website. And it's a true story. And it's a we, true story. We went to the King's, King's Point in King's Park. Park. King's, King's Park. Park in King's Park, uh, Long Island. Right, in St. Island. Yeah. There, there, I, there's my boobs there. Yeah, now look at Eileen's. Yours are bigger than Eileen's. Well, she got stuck on the fence. All right, let's find her. <laughs> she
0: got stuck. Anyway, on the wait a fence. minute. Anyway, her. <laughs> her boobs got stuck right on the fence. There they are. I, I there they are up in the corner here. Yeah, they're big. This yeah. is a true story. Zoomed <laughs> <laughs> in on mine. That's what that was all
3: about. No, Casey, tell them it's a true story. We didn't make that up.
0: Yes, it's a true story. We all went to King's Park. We had to climb in a window on the it's second fence. The tree to get, to get to the window, to get in. And we had permission, but the woman never showed up to open the door. So we had to climb in, and uh, we did this paranormal investigation. It was live. Eileen did get stuck on the fence. It's
3: on one side, and she was on the other. We found,
0: Ron I'm found the, the, thing thing the wall. Thing. All the stuff real and we had such a fun day. Right.
3: Eileen is caught on the six foot high chain link fence yeah. by, her, by her boobs. And she's, you were hanging there humping it. No, wait a minute. I, 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 I was doubled over on my knees on the floor screaming. I thought I was going to pee myself. All she kept saying was you fuck, you fuck, help me. Ron, help me. You son of a bitch. Stop laughing. You fuck, help me. So I couldn't help her to push her t- it's over the other side of the fence, but anyway, KC, yeah. the, the artist didn't write that in. But that was a fun, fun. uh well, we only had we only. We were just doing a trial
0: balloon with this, so we, we had to kind of stick to what was up there live, and then uh, modify it a bit so it would fit in the, the different panels and and make the twelve pages. And we, it was fun. I mean, then we now, could have added a heck of a lot more.
3: Now, we, we were walking through this place. The room that freaked us all out was the, uh, the lobotomy room. Oh, that we was heard, something. We heard voices crying. And then Casey, uh-huh. Casey had cuts on her chest. That was a different room. Now, another room. She had cuts was, on her chest.
0: Yeah, the thing with the cuts on the chest is they didn't stay red. They turned jet black. And it smelled like uh it just smelled it was it was just bizarre. The whole place had such energy. And then we were down where they had the the people were like um shackled. Shame. Sure, a shackle sure. to the ceiling this is before Thorazine and this is even before they did the um you know suck, suck your brains out through your know lobotomy and uh this is all before that and people would suffer on a full moon and they would have to uh y- you know contain them down in this area and uh just you know hook, like you know lock, lock them up with chains chain them to the bed chain them places it was scary
3: Okay, tell our audience about when we got in the car to leave and we're driving I we'll through. Don't know about eight, the acres, <laughs> acres, ah, no, uh, we were leaving. It was acres and acres of nothing but darkness and ruined buildings. Uh, and what did we okay. see alongside our car?
0: Didn't we see a guy?
3: No, we
2: saw a ghost. A
0: ghost. In the, the window. Yeah, it was like a ghost, yeah, right in the window. Yeah. No, I'm talking about happening.
3: when we were yeah. in the car driving, that white thing that was running alongside of the car with
0: yeah. That's right. That was like a guy,
3: a ghost, like running next to us. Okay, hey, that- uh, well, while we were in the, and we all oh, saw it, yeah. and there were like five or six of us that saw it at the same time, and we did yeah. see, we did see an image in an abandoned building in a window, and it was a white, grayish figure. So Casey, yeah. Casey does call in. The spirits. So
2: hang on. We got to stop for a second. So first of all, I need you to say hi. First of all, we want to welcome. Uh, I think Mick Manhattan has joined us from the scene snobs. So we want to like uh,
0: Excellent.
2: Uh, say hi- hey to Mick who joined us. And then also did uh, Goddess Somebody? just Goddess just yeah. joined us. Cool. And, um, and we want you to say hi to Angela Joseph and also her two sons yes. are in the chat room. And I Ryan have and- say,
0: I have to say a couple words about Angela Joseph. She is uh, producing a movie with me called Scary Paranormal Movie. And it's a movie about events that I have done. I have held or, or, or been like on a ghost hunting thing. And so with a twist um for uh i'm not gonna no i'll blow it (laughs) i just going to say so she's doing that and helping me with publicity and uh she's also acting in it and that's you know what i wanted to say she's a great person and very very helpful when it comes to getting the word out
2: also say hi to jerry g angelo because he joined us earlier i think i said hi but not with everybody and angelo works on a bunch of movies he's great he's been on our show He's, he's like a superstar um and uh, and then and then uh, Robert and Ryan are uh, Angela's twin sons, who are the, in the ask, chat room. Should we ask Michael? She's too. She's
3: got twin daughters. She's got two sets of Honey, twins, and then got, another one. She's got about thirty-seven children. No, she does. All she does is she walks and drops eggs. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, she she can drop out 12, 13 kids in a week. She has a she has three sons
2: and two daughters, I think, and the two 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 sets of twins, and then a single All son. All I know
3: is when I got there, I just for hours kept meeting children. <laughs> yeah, well, that's grandchildren too. I got too. to Angie's wow. house. I love Angie, baby. Brandon is the single son. Right now, listen. I know yeah. you know Michael Pare. I met Michael Pare years ago up at Lee Winkler and Perry Winkler's house. Oh yes, yes. Sweetest guy in the world, gorgeous when he was young. Do you think we should have him on the show, Jimmy Michael Pyrite? Oh, I, I don't know if we should. can get in touch. Now. So you said you have a contact number. Call him and tell him that I was Lee Winkler's dearest friend in the world and Perry's, hey. and, and that. Hey,
2: Call, call Ron Russell. Right yeah. now. <laughs> oh, you did it so fair. <laughs> no, he's joking. No, I'm gonna, I know, I'm gonna, I'm Actually, gonna... the scene snob said they had him on a couple of weeks ago. He's a wonderful guy. Oh, so, cool. hey, Mick, Mick, maybe you can ask him if it's okay to give me his contact information. I think he follows me on Twitter, but uh, I'd love to have <laughs> him <laughs> well, on. He's
3: I'd a... like to reminisce about Lee Winkler and Perry's parties on Sunday up at their house in charl Place in Beverly Hills. And Michael, I, Michael wasn't married yet. I don't think he was still single and he was t- slight man but a, a very handsome fella
0: very yeah he's still very very handsome yeah always has a line by his table and, and always uh very social never sitting there on his phone typing away just always engaging everyone at the different comic cons that we've done together
3: and i think he might be in some of harley's films i heard that he lives up at westlake i'm not sure michael lives up thousand oaks or Westlake. yeah yeah so
2: so you guys listen to you can go to queen of the paranormal.com uh kadrosha has three comic books one's called the haunting tales of 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 bachelor's grove one one of them is kadrosha ona karol queen of the paranormal and one of them is celebrity ghost hunters
0: Yes, and that's a lot of fun. I got got a little bit of new news that, you know, I can talk about. I'm in a movie called The Realm of the Waterfall. I play Queen um, Melaine and uh, it is a story about women warriors that rule these different um, areas. And I am... From the house of uh, Tiburus, I'm a main character, so I got a major role in that, and that we're going to start filming that in July of this year in the Canary Islands and in Belgium. That's one of the other locations. That's and a it's, good shoot.
3: It, yeah. Oh, t- what kind of cost- I, I what, you. what kind of costume are you wearing? Like two cups? I don't know. Well, if you're going to be like a Viking well, to from what
0: I've what I've seen, you know, some of the other girls wearing. So, uh, yeah, I think that we're going to be showing some flesh and we're already, for days to be able to have women that are going to rule and and change society. That's the major key feature. Good, of Good. Yes. Now, so, I'm excited. And Producer is uh, Kevin Colum and he's my uh, ubiquity films. So.
3: Well, now Dave will buy the film before anybody.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not just a film. It's an actual TV series. It'll
3: oh, a- oh, oh, okay, good. TV there series. you go.
0: So, yeah, so we're filming a pilot for that um, in July.
2: I also, I noticed good. on your IMDb you have a film called Attack of the Killer Chickens. Is that something yeah. that's coming out? Well, I hope so. Uh, that's
0: Genevieve Rossi. She's uh, the producer of that. And yeah, I-, I know her somehow. Maybe I know yeah. her through you. Probably. And we filmed it. Um, well, I did my parts on location at Chiller Theater. And I guess it just, you know, like with the pandemic, we all have to kind of push things aside and wait. And wait, and and it. wait. And we
2: uh, know we know everybody in it because Lloyd Kaufman is in it when he was our, yeah. one of our very first uh, horror movie guests back in the year when we started. David, not you guys. That's the Dr. Pepper guy. American Werewolf in yeah. London. Um, huh. Brennan Fletcher, I don't know who he is, but I recognize his face. But also, like uh, Edward X. Young and that little guy John Linker in it. And we, uh, lo- Ron loves Edward X. Young. He's been on our oh, show multiple yeah. times. Ed,
3: ed, a
0: lot of people in it. I can't wait to see it. I mean, I did some, I did some pretty good parts, and uh, I thought they were all fun. So uh, we maybe I'll put a bug in the rear. When's it going to be finished? Yes, <laughs> Hey, I want to yes.
3: no, <laughs> hey, see it. Ed Young is a really good actor and a really good friend of mine. Um, yeah. I wish you would come out to California And work I'd like to work with you one day It'd be fun I want
0: to work with you too Other well, than you know, the the ghost uh...
3: No, no, no I could play your father <laughs> We both have white <laughs> hair. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you could do that because we both we both kind of look alike. We have some similar features, so yeah, hey, you, can
3: we're you we're gorgeous. We're gorgeous. Your
0: daughter Leslie, she's so sweet. She Short. Happy birthday to Otis, my dog, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, well, she's we're very
3: really, very nice girl. We're animal lovers. You know, we love our dog. Yeah. And right. My pooch is right here. My seven pounder. Come on, Astro, up. Come on. I've got um.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, well, I call him a meatball. He's the uh, Boston Terrier right on the floor to me. Yeah, floor. <laughs> said, grab him, too. There's
2: Astro. There's Astro. Hold on.
0: <laughs> Everybody see Astro? Oh, look.
2: It's, there we go. Astro, what's your dog's name? Roscoe. Roscoe and Astro. Hello. Yeah. Yes, baby, baby. So out. yeah, I also saw, and I bring oh. in these specific films up because we know the people that are in them. But then I yeah. see Family Property Two, more blood, and and uh, it's got Mel Novak, who we see at every premiere we go to.
0: I'm I- waiting for that to be finished. I mean, I have been in contact with the producer there, and. Um, with Derek young and just trying to figure out like, you know, when you going to wrap this thing up, it's been a while. And uh, there's a great cast of people, like you said, Mel Novak and uh, Jeremy. Lloyd, in L- it
2: Lloyd, and, Coff- uh, Lloyd Kaufman is in
0: it. And so no. is
2: Adam Ginsburg, which we love Adam. Right. Ginsburg.
0: And WWF um, Mike Hallack. He played Mantar for the WWF uh, wrestling. And uh, so the big crew, big crew of wonderful people.
2: Yeah, so that one should come out too. So were you in oh. Family Property One or no? Was there a first one? No, I was
0: just I was just in two and it's funny how that came about. I was I was going to a Comic Con for two days down there in Hagerstown, uh, Virginia, I believe, or Maryland or
2: I think yeah. it's Maryland.
0: Tri-state area. And Joan Ardelli, who was filming Toxic Tutu needed a ride. He's since passed away, and so uh, I drove him there, and I said, I'll drive you. Uh, you don't need to give me gas money. Uh, just put me in a movie. <laughs> That's what I was, I was going <laughs> so he, he put me in the movie, and um, a, a girl didn't uh, wasn't able to film a family property to more blood, and so I took her role. Oh, and- there you go. And I was right there, and I did it, and we filmed, and it was it was an amazing scene. It was a rape scene, and Mike Hallack played opposite me, and um, he was, it's funny, because we really were, like, fighting, and I got a big purple ear from it, and everything, all the way home, I'm like, oh, <laughs>
3: But
0: uh, that was a wonderful movie. And, and I'm going to write to him and see, like, what, when the heck is it going to
3: come out. Now, now what's, what's going on with the Jane Russell uh, story I did that you put Go in your
0: that is in international airports it started in the Denver uh, International Airport it's still there along with Hollywood Entertainment News all those clips I did for that you can see them in the airport and with Hollywood Entertainment News we also have a Hollywood Entertainment News Canada edition now and those shows are specific for um, Shell gas stations and Esso gas stations all throughout Canada and uh, now now we're also producing Hollywood entertainment news for uh, Asia countries, countries of Asia. There are 48 countries uh, that. Do Asia there, and so that gives us a a big pull. Whether it's from China, Japan, it could be uh, you know South Korea, um, India, Russia, and the list. uh, Dubai, uh, you know, all Indonesia, all these places are considered Asian countries. So we got a vast pool to pick from, and the wonderful thing is they're closed captioned, and I'm able to do it in their language. So if I do it in uh, let's say China, then I could do standard China or traditional China and I can put the closed caption so they can hear me in English and see it uh, in, you know, and see English and then see right underneath it uh, let's say Chinese. So I love
3: it. it. That's fabulous.
0: So so we're working real hard and uh, that's, that's all up and running. And I do a lot of producing for that as well.
3: Yeah. Good. I would get a kick out of going oh, the to the airport. airport. That's great. Well, I, I would get a kick out of seeing myself at an airport on a television.
0: That would I be did too. People write me all the time, you know, saying, hey, I saw you up there. And I also have this thing in the airports called Supernatural News Bullets. And they're like. Uh can from 40 seconds to a minute, maybe a little o- over talking about different supernatural or paranormal things. They're, they're real quick. So let's say you're charging your phone or you're doing something by the kiosk where, where they sc- digital signage screens are. Well, then you'd be able to watch that and hear it and, you know, see it in the closed caption as well. So, great, great idea. So I hope you're making money. Oh my God. Of course. what, what, what I can't do everything for nothing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Angela Joseph says scary. Par-
2: Angela says scary paranormal movie. Keep a lookout that you're outstanding, and everybody else says airport superstar. And Hub Reynolds is there, and I, I don't know if we actually said hi to him earlier. So we want to Sorry. give a shout out. What's up, Hub?
0: Hi. Hub. hi. You
3: I know, Hub, I still wear your cowboy hat and get compliments. Oh, and
0: that I- guy's handsome, by the no, way. And I, yes. I, I tell nice people,
3: oh, <laughs> pe- people say to me, where'd you get the hat? And I said, and I said, go on, on his website. Etsy. I, I get yeah. His yeah. information out. So if anybody wants a beautiful cowboy hat, go to hub.
2: There you go. You got to like, love it. I don't, all have right. any, I don't have the info for him right now. Uh, I, I love all of it. So, so have you met Lloyd Ka-
0: Kaufman? Uh, I met very, very briefly. And I'm trying to remember where. Um, I, I don't. Rem- oh, I think he showed up at New Jersey Comic Con. I w- did that Comic Con, and I was, and I also filmed Running uh, Away from the Unknown there, and I believe he's in that as well, as long along with Skippy. Who played the mop boy on Toxic Adventure? And uh, this is this was all about Skippy's life in real life, um, become, being an alcoholic and his parents dying and things like that. So. I think
2: I think Lloyd Kaufman is hilarious. He's he's super, super funny and and not very many people make a living, you know, making really shitty movies. Yeah, he makes a living. You know.
3: <laughs> well, I'm trying to I'll follow in his the footsteps. There you go. <laughs> I'll tell you, Jimmy and I ever work again, it's a miracle. I mean, all we do is talk about how bad these films no, are. No, no, he
2: actually wrote a book on how to make a movie for fifty dollars or something. I mean, he like really like I mean, he's the king. Nobody does it better than he does. And and his movies are cult like Toxic Tutu. You know, that's yeah. like a that's like a cult movie. Everybody's seen it, you know.
3: Yeah. And- well, I'm happy to say that I'm gonna be in clowny and I understand that's gonna be quite an interesting movie. Yeah. is it's taking it away from the, 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 the clown crap that they've been doing all this, these le- le- couple of years. I can't disclose the, the storyline, but yeah. it's a very interesting um, concept. So I'm Absolutely. glad that they're starting to get, you know, I think I influence them a little bit because I tell them, you know, they shouldn't read lines and they should learn to write. I'm going to sneeze. Bless <coughs> you. <What are> you <laughs> bless you. What are you doing bless you. when you sneeze bless on the air? Thank you, dear. So I think I'm influencing a lot of these producers by saying, listen, we need to get real films here. We need character development. We need better storylines, better understanding. Just chopping people up in blood is not the answer. Give them something, give them something other than that. And I think, you know, that's what my movie's going to be.
2: So, well, so hold on. So, K.O., you, so you've been working a lot. You know, your IMDb's got great credits on it. Let's say, uh, I've never asked you this because we don't ever consider you really the actress. You're really like the, the, the queen no, of the paranormal. I think more of
3: an actress now than paranormal. But I think that you,
2: you know, you've got tons of credits now. So we'll ask you the question we always ask the full-time actor people. Uh, bucket list. Who's like a male and female actor you would love to work with, number one? And then number two, if you could have ever been in any movie that's ever been made, what movie would you like to have been in?
0: Interesting. Um, I've done a lot of extra work, um, you know, stuff like that, uncredited, not and credited. Um, uncredited does not mean uh, not paid. And people make that uh, misconception. Who do I want to work with? Oh, oh, I would like to work with uh, Sophia Loren. I really would. Me I, too. I, I work I, with her. Beautiful. And she's very smart. And she just has such a good spirit about her that I, I feel we would make a good team uh, working together. On, on set, we'd get along and... Um, Yeah, I just, I really admire her. So I would like to work with
3: her. And what? Back back in in 19, (laughs) back in 19, why are we having echo? 1969, I was in a movie with Sophia and Tab Hunter. And being a kid in love with Sophia at 19, I, of course, broke the, the rank, which you're not supposed to do. And I went and sat in George Sanders' chair on the side of the set and began speaking with her in Italian and she started to laugh she said your italian is as bad as my english and then we we became friendly on the set i was in central park with her in grand central station and all those shots and i kept talking to her whenever it was lunchtime and let me tell you something she's probably one of the most down-to-earth charming women and yes you can work with her easily but when it comes time to work she doesn't like to be disturbed. If she has a scene where she's going to cry or something, she really goes off in a corner by herself, uh, uh, becomes that what she's got to do. And she doesn't care for people breaking it. So you learn that when you work with her. But we want we, to we
2: welcome big Mike joined us too. big Mike on the mic. So what's up? Hey. Mike? And uh, I, uh, so wait, go back. So, okay. So what, uh, that's a female. We need a male. And then what movie would you have liked to have been in?
0: Oh, i would and i know this is silly um i would have loved to have been in the wizard of oz oh that's Uh, cute i just would because i'm so in love with judy garland and especially her really old movies and i just yeah the wizard of oz i want to be i wanted to be the good the good witch
3: oh (laughs) belinda belinda glinda glinda yeah yeah Glinda. Good Witch Glinda. That was played by, what's her name? Uh,
2: I, I, we see her in movies all the time because we watch Turner Classic movies. She was, Marri- she was movies. married
3: to Ziegfeld of the Ziegfeld Follies. I forgot her name. Anyway, yeah, she was fun. That been, you would have been good as the Good Witch. Okay, so who's a guy then that you want what,
2: to... What, what guy do you want to work with?
0: Oh, a guy now? Oh, um... That's interesting. Um... Uh, can it be like a sitcom kind of thing?
2: Anybody. It could be any. any well, it should be a movie
0: though. Okay, you can to oh, pick a, a TV okay. pick a TV show too. Mo from the Three Stooges. Um, no, 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 not not Mo. Jerome, his, his uh, brother Curly. So Jerome Lester Horowitz. I would love to, uh, you know, be in in the Three Stooges with them. <laughs> I would like to do, and as far as the movie goes, I would have loved to have been in um, Eddie and the Cruisers. I, I would oh. have.
2: Yes. That's Michael Perez's movie, right? Yes, no, it is. Michael's yeah.
0: movie. I'm a, I think I've watched it a hundred times, and I'm still such a groupie over him. Like I'm per- say Perot,
3: not Perez. No, I didn't. Jimmy said Perez. No,
2: I didn't. I said Perez. Michael Perez is his name. I thought it was his
3: name is Michael Perry. It's no. P-A-R-E. Well,
2: if you speak French, it's Pedro. It's Pare, is how you pronounce it. I like. We'll Googled argue without. It okay. We, when, uh-huh. we him, we'll,
3: when we see him, when we see him,
2: will ask. They're saying yes to Curly. Ooh. They're saying yes to Curly. They like that. Teresa Saban. Yeah. Teresa yeah, Saban's like I... typing like a mad woman. Say hi to yeah. Teresa. She's like typing Please like a Jesus, mad woman.
0: How are you? you? know, um Curly, let's call him by that. Um, He was an animal lover and he had his pets on the Three Stooges. And whatever town they would go he would gather up all the strays and feed them and find them good homes and things like that so uh, he was an animal lover way back then and his brother Shemp there, Samuel Horowitz, was afraid of everything and afraid of dogs. He used to carry a big stick and he'd try to whack them away but he had a dog that he honestly loved and uh, it was a collie he had and um, he loved that dog and that was the only thing that he liked far as animals a lot of people don't know that News.com, click on the show and you'll learn a lot of fun facts about hollywood greats and up-and-coming stars and everything
3: i don't trust people that don't like animals i find people that that have nothing to do with animals to be mm-hmm. very damaged sometime in their life because yeah. oh yeah oh. notice that they have Fears or problems. Uh, People that uh, hug dogs and love elephants and uh, stuff—they're very giving people. They open up more. I find in my ninety thousand years of life that people that don't like animals, I back away from. I just say, they
2: agree with you in the chat room.
3: How could you not love this little seven-pound baby I have on my lap? Oh. You know, I mean, when Eileen the Shapiro
0: backwards is gone.
3: <laughs> when Eileen Shapiro was our house guest, she fell in love with Astro, and now she's got Pee Wee, her little dog. And I yeah. was on I was on her son's. It's show. It's not Pee Wee though. They call him Pee Wee. No, her name's like Fiona. Oh, Fiona. And when I was on her son's show, that thirteen-year-old genius was a riot. Yeah. The dog made a poop right on the bed. So there's Eileen, Eileen picking up shit on the show. It's, a, it's so funny. Everybody should watch that Gabe show. It's good times with Gabe good on YouTube. Gabe. I mean, yeah. I, I wore a Howdy Doody shirt. He thought I was a retard. <laughs> he's he's twelve, and he's twelve. He's a twelve-year-old
2: body on, going on, going on like
3: fifty. <laughs> I mean, I'm, and I'm singing to him, it's howdy oh, Doody time. So cool. And he just sat there with a shocked look on his face that I was singing it's howdy doody time.
2: Angela says she's got five dogs, two bunnies, one hamster, two guinea pigs, and three raccoons that visit
3: in her backyard.
0: <laughs> Whoa.
3: That's a lot. You've been
0: you're busy all day, girl.
3: Well at that and dropping eggs too. That's a lot of work. <laughs>
2: Yeah, We've got three dogs, and it's three, a lot of work. Three dogs, a lot of work.
0: I do, too. Three dogs, lots of work.
2: What You have three? What are the other two?
0: I have a Neapolitan Mastiff uh, Lab Mix. I've got a Purebred Australian Shepherd. And then I have uh, the Boston Terrier. He's the those favorite.
2: are big dogs, those other and two. They,
0: those other two are well, 80 pounds and 70 pounds. And then this little one. He weighs like twenty-eight pounds, I think. He's like a little meatball. I mean, he's just lit like that. So, um, and yeah. they're all animals. We rescued them.
3: Yeah, yeah ours are all rescued We rescued too. our big guy, uh, and he's a hundred thirty-four pound Brazilian oh, Brazilian Fila Mastiff. Ooh, that's a oh, he's a big dog. guy. A bit, well, He's got a head on him. Like, he's huge. And uh, hates, he, he wants to eat people. <laughs> <laughs> he only likes us. He only's wonderful with the family. But if a stra- if you ever came to our house, we have to put him in the garage or something. He will attack you.
2: Big Mike says he has a blue healer. I don't know what that is. He says he loves Aussies. Aussies are great. I have a blue healer. I don't know what a blue healer is. i never is.
3: heard of a blue healer. I've heard of blue balls. Oh, and
2: Cambria says she has two dachshunds, one mini and one standard. That's what Eileen got. Eileen
3: got a dachshund. It's a little dachshund. Yeah. All of our dogs are rescues and you know, you won't get love too easily in life. But if you rescue an animal, you'll get tons of love easily. Backpack John. Backpack John
2: who'd never heard of a glory hole until, like, he started listening to our show. He says he's got a he's got a cattle dog. Re-educate. I think Teresa Saban has a hound dog. If you guys want to know what a glory hole is, go to queenoftheparanormal.com and buy the comic book.
0: <laughs> okay. I didn't know what a glory hole was. I didn't even know what the heck he was talking about. <laughs> well, the glory hole was like... What the hell is that?
3: <laughs> oh but but the guy I was saying it to was gay, so he knew. Yeah, he knew what, what it was. His S- What's his S- name? S- uh, Ricky Rebel. R- Ricky Rebel. Ricky Rebel's gay, and he knew. And he started to laugh, and I said, oh, look, they even have a glory hole. Uh, a hole in the wall. <laughs> That's what in, in men's room, and I understand in ladies' rooms also, they put holes in the wall between the booths, and mm-hmm. they, pa- they pass – Objects through of themselves, and that's how they have sex. It's a little demented because my thought is if you stick your penis through a glory hole and the guy on the other side has a cleaver and he chops it off, you know, <laughs> you're a, now, now you're a woman. So, I mean, I think you're crazy. Backpack John's laughing. Cub Reynolds wrote, laughing my country ass off. <laughs> yeah, so, so really? So, I think if you're crazy. If you're a crazy enough guy to put your penis through a hole in the wall for a for a BJ, be careful they don't light it on fire or put, you know do weird shit to it. That's right. Res- res- or
2: bite it like like so right. you you know
3: you get some kind of like Lorena Bobbitt somebody res- bites. Respect your penis. It will respect. <laughs> you. It will respect you back. Meanwhile, Cardosula here, I, whatever her name—I hate your name. I'm going to get your mother one day and smack her. Why did she name you such a weird name? It's
2: not weird. You just—I wrote it. about it
3: on Facebook. I had to go all over looking for how to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, she knows I have a hard time with it. But anyway,
0: well, I, have I grew up in a, in a Polish household.
3: Yeah, but you know, leave it I to me.
0: And. They, they, you know, I have a, a, we also have a Russian in us as well, and Lithuanian, so, and Abenaki from Newport, Vermont, so I'm a big mix of things, but because of my, uh, my mother's mother mainly raised us and stuff, so it's more Polish, and that was what they call me, like Karoka, it was short for Karosha, and translated, it's Carolyn, or Carolyn Ann, or Carol, but nobody no, they
2: say
3: just call her K O. They say just call her K O.
0: They say K-O, K-C, no, I, I call
3: I, I I call her K C. But today on when Facebook I wrote about you, I had to say your name. Meanwhile, hang on, hang on, hang on, I gotta wait, I wanna say something. I think if I had if I had an, an award to give away of the most beautiful breasts, I would put, probably give them uh, give them to you. You have the most beautiful breasts of anyone on of anyone Thank on you. of any, and they're real. They're real. That's what makes them. Yes, so beautiful. they
0: are. Yeah, I, 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 don't know. Like I said, I'm afraid of needles. I, mean, I can't have like things stuck in my. I, I can't do it. I'm afraid. Um, maybe someday. You
2: know? So hang on. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta go back to the the glory hole thing. Big Mike says that. <laughs> They, they they taught him they taught him to watch out for the glory holes in truck driving school, and Hub Reynolds says no glory hole for him. A watermelon is a lot safer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and a lot the
3: country saw. <laughs> Um, so you like never know. Watermelon!
0: Oh, wow!
3: The country, the, yeah, the Country Boys do that. They <laughs> screw watermelons. They really do. Well, you remember American Pie? He screwed the apple pie,
2: yeah. <laughs> and he gets caught by the dad. And the dad is the guy from uh, Schitt's Creek, Eugene Levy, who's hilarious. <laughs> One of the funniest Levy. guys on the planet. Right. I love that.
3: It's a sick world.
2: <laughs> so you guys can follow Kadrosha too. She's at Queen of the Para on uh, Twitter. And then she's um, Queen of the paranormal.com. Who are you on
0: Instagram and you? Because you
2: have oh, a couple queen, of Instagrams. Well,
0: Queen of the Paranormal on Instagram. I want to do TikTok, but there's some jerk ass girl that took my name, and I've been sending TikTok.
3: Oh come on, my nobody's on my
0: everything, and they still haven't gotten rid of her yet. So she, uh, her, her, I it.
3: her name is Kadroshula? Kudro, no, no, they, no they Queen of the down Aporia. Down,
0: they, they use Queen of the Paranormal. Oh, she oh, can't well, use that. I own the trademark, and I've been. Oh, you should. You should. Otherwise, you.
2: Time. Otherwise, you could be the queen of the paranormal, and uh, and you guys no, want to go and gotta, check out. She, if she has the
3: copyright, she's got to cease and. Desist. Yeah, you got to get rid of that bitch. Shock. I've
0: tried everything. I've sent her a cease and desist. I sent. So, so. They, they don't give. They don't give two crap. No one cares. You know.
2: Lady so, Lake. Lady Lake just put a bunch of watermelon pictured little things up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, says, R- 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 Hub says, I'm sorry, this show has ruined me. That's okay. Just go to the grocery store and get a wine. You'll be minute. fine. Wait a minute. Go back to who went to... Oh, truck- Mike Wagner's in the chat room, wait. too. Hey, go Mike. <laughs> hey, Mike.
3: Go back to who said they went to truck driving school. That's big Mike on the mic. And they warned them about a glory hole. Yeah,
2: you had to be careful of the glory holes. Because all truck drivers, you know, they're all driving all night long. They go into the, they go into the bathrooms and, you know get blown all the time are you kidding no
3: how do you know so much about that? I just know <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Mike Wagner from the Mike Wagner show has joined us you guys we only have two minutes left but everybody said they had a good time so we're happy that everybody joined us um, today um can tag and get it handled ko oh everybody's saying hi to mike wagner now too so you guys follow Kadrosha on all her social media she's got all kinds of cool things if you go to queen of the paranormal.com you can see all kinds of cool things our chat room we have the coolest chat room on the planet so i i want to thank everybody who joins us every week in the chat room and uh if i ever forget you and and don't mention you please like uh you know say something because we want to include everybody who's supporting the show everybody said they had a great
3: time today you, I, can't, I can't. I can't wait to see you in May to get a, wait to see you a May big too. hug, a big hug and a kiss, because oh, you're, a sweet, you're a sweetie pie. And yeah, folks out there, she's one of the nicest people you ever want to know. Absolutely, she's and gen- real,
2: genuinely nice, not like she, fake she's nice. She's like
3: an upcountry girl. You know, she's not a big city person. <laughs> She's from, what you're from Maine or something, Vermont, someplace? No. I'm Connecticut. From I'm from oh. Alaska. What are you talking about?
0: But where do you live? Oh, I live in New Hampshire. Okay. mid-state, uh, mid yeah. So I'm from Massachusetts, that's... Rhode Island, uh, four hour, four and a half hours or so from New York. But Long Island, about six hours. So.
3: Oh, well, we're gonna to have to work on that. that also, I'm getting I, the
2: time coming out. We got like a yeah. half a half a minute left. I wanna thank again, thank Angela Joseph and Cindy Lady Lake from Lady Lake Music for putting out all the pro, for putting out all the promos. I know that helps bring a lot of people into the chat room. So thank you guys so much. And we wanna thank uh, our guest today, Kadrosha Ona Karol, Queen of the Paranormal, and Stacy Toy. We wanna to thank Rebel for hosting the show for us. We wanna thank everybody in the chat room and we'll um, see you guys, everybody, next week. So thanks, everybody. Show. Thank
3: you for a good show, guys. Thanks, producer. Love you. We'll see you, see you, you soon. I love bye. You. Love both of
1: you. Mm. Kirsten. Bye, Kirsten. Bye. Kirsten.
3: bye, everybody. Bye. In the chat bye. room. Bye. Thank bye. you so much.
1: Bye. Yeah, we in the mix.
3: Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell
2: interviewing the hottest, newest, you uh, will up to the celebrities. Uh, Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat
3: rumors, live, and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Oh,